This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes past the hour. From the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, it's another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Go to rickandbubba.com under the contest button. A couple of big contests going on there. Fix Mama's Mouth is back. Fix Mama's Mouth. Dudney's ready to go again. We'll choose three finalists on April the 30th. So start following the directions to get Mama uh, entered a $15,000 makeover for Mama uh, for the winter. So, uh, so, I mean, we need good photos. Uh, just follow all the, uh, the directions there under the contest button at rickandbubba.com. Fix Mama's Mouth is back. If you want to go to Talladega Super Speedway, Big Fat Dega VIP trip there as well, find that at the contest button at rickandbubba.com and uh, enter for your chance to win, and you'll see all the goodies you get from Talladega Super Speedway. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess is back. Uh, we got Helmsy. Eddie Van Adler, our interns today. Jalen Fruithurst, Daddy Calls Me Pumpkin. Drops of Jupiter are earning their degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussey. Rick, glad to be here, and thank you all for this opportunity. Rick, I did get an email concerning the GPS rollover. It's pretty oh, funny. Gosh. It says, Coach Burgess won't be affected by the GPS no. rollover because uh-huh. he doesn't go anywhere. He doesn't know where he's going. That's right. No, that, when I gave him a GPS and he, he didn't want it, and I said, Dad, so why, why I thought you would want this GPS when they were first coming out. He said, well, I don't need it because I, I don't go anywhere. I don't know where I'm going. Uh, okay. you can't. You, that, that's the kind of um, knowledge from him, and you can't, you can't argue against that. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing you can do. Well, Rick, everywhere I go, I know where I'm going. Yeah, uh, you, you, and you won't change his mind. No. Well, yeah. yesterday he was in the rarest of forms. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, had an opportunity. Greg had a few days off because his uh, grandson uh, was actually home. Uh, his son brought the stand with us and yes. wife brought the baby to stay with uh, Lily and Papa. They all stayed. You know, it was the whole family. We had a great time. Well, Greg, you you didn't really prepare me because here's <laughs> here's how it was going. Yeah. Here's how it was going. And it was it was really and and Ellis is the baby's name and full name is what Ellis William Ellis William Burgess. So there's a, a there's long, like a million a million Williams, Williams in the Burgess world, so including me. So this was the assignment that I that I received to begin with. Tuesday would be kind of a day that a lot of Taylor's friends and whatever would come around and they come to your house, and then Wednesday Sherry and I were going up to see baby Ellis at our mom and dad's house. Just a change of scenery. Right. And, and, you know, and, and I, and I did question that because I remember having a little baby that, you know, when you take a baby on tour, that's a lot. You got, you got, that probably wasn't a great, you got an 18, Hey, you got an 18 wheeler to to load up. And so (laughs) that's true. So you didn't think about that. Yeah. And so I, I mean, I didn't care one way or the other. So then in typical fashion, I, I get within 20 minutes of mom and dad's house and, and mama calls. And then what's so interesting, you know how, you, how parents are. We've been talking about this for days, really precise about it. Hey, Mom. Well, are you coming? <laughs> well, yes, ma'am. I'm, 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 I'm almost there. Yeah, I'm, we're, we're right. about to pull in. <laughs> right. Well, come get us. And I'm like, huh, what? And then <laughs> she's, she's like, well, we're going to ride with y'all. Okay, okay. Where, where are we riding to? You know, and, and then yeah. she and she was like, "We're going over to Greg." 
Greg's and Lisa's. And I said, okay, well, good, good. So what I was not prepared for, and I thought that was better anyway. Didn't oh, yeah. Baby right. mm-hmm. So so we, we, we go over to the house. Well, I pull up, and there's cars everywhere. Everywhere. Well, yeah, the days got kind of mixed up. Yeah, and so it ended up that the friends, and this was so cool. I can't imagine how cool this was for Taylor and all of his buddies. So Taylor and his running buddies and their wives – all came to Greg's house with their babies, mm-hmm. and there were babies. We had five. We had five babies. Aged, one, aged four weeks to one year. Right, and the one year were two twins. Yeah, and two little girls, which was, and you know, the problem is, you know, That's even a lot and of all stuff. of you that have twins. I know you're going, Rick. We, I know. I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about those of us who don't know. Yeah. The thing with twins, especially if they're identical, just because they look alike doesn't mean they are alike. And so I would get confused because right. one would come over and pick her up, and she just was all personality, and the other was terrified of me. And yeah. I could, and I would get confused on which one was which, you know. Yeah. And I would think, oh, this is this one that loves me, and also I'd see the other one take off. I said, oh, that must be the other one. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we got there, babies galore. Yeah, a lot of babies. And um, and so three girls, two boys, and and it was a, a great visit. And you know, I hate to bring up what happened, but uh, well, the you you showed your ability. You know, it yep. started with that goat the other day. Yeah. You, you saw where I put the goat to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, baby was – everybody was trying to get the baby to go down for the nap. I think it's just the big platform. Well, Sherry keeps saying that. She it goes, did. I mean, she goes, I Rick, it's no more – she goes, it's no more complicated than everything feels secure if you pick it up and put it on your chest. It, it's just like <laughs> you know what for I mean? Because it, it feels like I got all the room in the world. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> easier, it's easier to go to sleep on a couch than it is in a chair. Correct. Yeah. She yeah. said all you are is the couch. Everybody else yeah. is a chair. Yeah. Right. So. It and, is uh, funny because to get him to sleep, because we've, we, he's been around the past two days, so you learn about him. Oh, yeah. Usually, to get him to sleep, you have to rock him because he'll fight it. Mm-hmm. Rick's holding him. I was looking. He's like, <laughs> Look, he's I, out. I told him we should try this with Adler later. Yeah, yes. I think he's the only one you could hold. We, I believe you, I yeah. could put Adler to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I've got people on Instagram asking if I'm out for hire. Can I come over to their house and put their kids to sleep? And what was funny is when after they left, Rick sent a picture of himself. Said, "If y'all need this for later, <laughs> y'all can use it." His picture, and then they they took a picture of Ellis asleep and sent it back to him. Said it worked. It worked again. <laughs> I, and I look, I just did a very solemn look in the picture. I said, "Show him this if you have to." Greg, Greg, I'm just curious. Are you documenting all this well enough? Uh-oh. Are you taking Me? enough pictures? Oh, my wife is. Are I'm you, not are you videoing? Well, I think well, you need video. Yeah. Well, there's, there's so much Ellis Ooh, we didn't need video documentation. Yeah. Have you, you not been videoing? His, video, your his video. first visit to Poppy's? I know. Yeah, that, I, we got pictures out, I mean, everywhere. Well, you need a video. Have you updated your video camera lately? You I don't even know where it is. Well, I would, the last one I, I I'm going to I'm gonna take phone. that as a no. I was going to say, I don't even have a video camera. Yeah, just use your phone. We use our phone. Yeah. I don't know. I need Should to... I have a video? Well, camera? phone is okay. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather have a camera though. You, you know, if you're gonna get serious, how you gonna watch it? You would rather have a video camera. Yeah. How you gonna watch it? That's what I've had in the past. On how you TV. gonna watch it? Oh yeah, Mister Don't you Change. Go plug it in the front. You and plug all it in. Yeah. Yeah. You just what, is that like HDMI? It's fine. Greg. Huh? Put what? it on YouTube. Well, look, look. I don't know. That's Greg, out of my. That's Greg, out of look my in here. Range. <laughs> look in here. We don't. We don't video with phones. We no, you're right. Because we're serious right. about it. <laughs> it's <laughs> just to be into if you love your granddad, son, or not. Lisa's listening. She'll have a camera show up the house yeah. this afternoon, and she's bought on Amazon. Yeah, well, yeah. Greg, Greg, we're like a lot of people. Of course, there's the services now. Lisa, get a 4K. We we've got we've got a camera at home, Sony's one and we've got all kinds of documentation that are sitting over on the shelf, stacks of things that we never pull off and watch because we got nothing to watch it. I got to get a. We got to put it back in the camera, then hook it in the front of the. A TV, if you've got one that you can do that with. Yeah. I know. Uh, but anyway, the um, that calls for the home server. That's right. Got to update. How about how about Greg? Behind. We when we got there, poor little Ellis, no it, video of his first trip to Poppy's. 
We got, we got, boy, we got enough pictures to. Oh, the Hill of Nation. Yes. <laughs> but what was funny is to watch the women. At, at one point, it's like it was, it was women heaven because there were so many babies. Oh, they're everywhere. And and poor baby Ellis. At one point, I said, I, I really think I don't know if it's possible. I think a baby can get tired of everybody holding him. I mean, that that, that, <laughs> oh, that baby, yeah. that baby yeah, got passed around. Yeah. And of course, my move for Sherry, and and she knew I was going to do it because Sherry was almost beside herself. You know, it's like us if we're going hunting and we're almost there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and so what I what do you think I did? I moved in and got the baby first. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and just to watch her stand and look at me and she's like, everybody's looking at her and she wants the baby so bad. You, you know, yeah. and I'm like, let me settle him a minute. And she was like, Give me that baby. You did. You came in and yeah. took him immediately. Yeah. I was like, Let me sell this baby. She goes, Give me that baby. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna put him to sleep? Give him to me. Well, everybody better get him before I hold him because he's gonna sleep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Greg that, said one of the weird things though is that the guys that would ha- that were there yeah, were, we what, used to put holes in the in, yeah they used you know to be I heard, I heard some great rooms. stories about that yeah and now they're all got wives and babies it's Isn't that just weird? funny well first it makes me feel that I'm very old and I get that but <laughs> I, I remember they would always come to the big UFC fights and and they would also do the fighting while watching it and they always kicked holes in the wall and tore the house up, but now they're all sitting there and their wives are telling them what to do and they're taking care of kids. I know. <laughs> like the rest of us. It, it was odd to see that. It is. Yeah. i tell you what was interesting. Did was you it, call old-time WWE fight out in the yard or I something? did ask them if they would, you know, challenge. And what's hilarious is the – They said they were just going to do grappling since they were older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they you do can't grappling. Punch. It's, uh, like I say, it's three girls and two boys in this little group, and the boys are the youngest. And the they were always talking that, hey, once they get a little older, we'll teach them an arm bar. And, well, hey, they tried uh, to get the, rear, two, rear the two baby boys to grapple, but – they can't even. They're 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 both just laying there. I yeah, mean, not, it's a little early for that. Yeah, they, 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 we're looking for them to you know to get on their stomach, lift their head up. Of course, Ty yeah. did send out a picture the other week of Ellis with his UFC shirt on. That was hilarious. A little baby UFC. Shirt. I saw that. That was very funny. <laughs> and the, and what was funny is is like the Braves were coming on, so Taylor had to put his Braves hat on, mm-hmm. and this little tiny kid with this little tiny Braves hat. <laughs> yeah. And, and and he got he was just ill about stuff. He, he get I got from Snap. He's a little bit he ill. Well, of course. Chandler there is the sister and Greg's daughter. Well, she thinks it's because of the hat. And to watch that brother-sister thing, it ain't about the hat. The hat's <laughs> not upset. That's why he was crying. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's crying because you got that hat on. Hey, it's not about that Braves hat. <laughs> He's upset about something else. He's wore this hat a million times. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was crying, and I pulled him over and said, look, Bobby Cox, he, he's still okay. Yeah, Bobby had I, I claimed he was crying because Bobby Cox had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I said, look, Bobby Cox is all right. Settle down, Ellis. Give him to the whisperer. Hurry. All right, we'll come back. Greg, you mentioned age. Bubba made a comment in here in the break. Oh, boy. That was, you talk oh, about, I was just curious. Bubba, I got to tell you, if that happens, it's <laughs> that, a mark. Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Doug Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. We're back 22 minutes past the hour. So yesterday, going to see um, family and and seeing Greg. Guys, I have to tell you all, we talked a a lot that we think Greg's heart grew two sizes when uh, uh, Ellis was born. (laughs) Watching him and like hearing things like this come out of Greg's mouth, oh, he wants Papa to hold him. I'm like, oh, wow. And he does. Greg, he, I'm clearly his favorite. Hey, somebody hand him to Papa, and I'm like, who are they talking about? I think uh-huh. they're going to hand him to my dad, and they hand him to Greg. Yeah. Uh, 
You know, I'm, I'm Mr. Just, Buddy's outside looking in the window, going, "What about me?" I had to lock well, him up. We had some issues there. there. We yeah. had some issues. He'll there. jump on people. Yeah, he will. Greg, in the last few years, I think I think it all started with Chandler's wedding. That's when we first started that, seeing. That's, now, that's his, heart, his, yeah. his heart grew a half a size. <laughs> that, that's when we, we got the first glimpses. It would have grew it. more if, until I had to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't give you a full growth. Yeah, just like the Grinch, we got the screen up there, and you see it getting bigger, and the screen breaks. Yeah, Well, this thing you were seeing you as a granddad is weird. Oh yeah. See, I thought I'm. I think y'all will agree with me on this because of who Greg is. Come on, y'all know I've I've known Greg his entire life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So (laughs) what I'm saying is, see, you think well, is it odd, Rick, to see Taylor, you know, the little boy that we did all the stories about as a dad? That's not as strange as seeing Greg as a granddad. I don't know why, but it's not. Even that beard he's got. Gosh, he's got. What is that? He's got a Duck Dynasty beard going. (laughs) (laughs) No, Taylor Taylor will Uh, always be to me the kid in the car seat crying because he couldn't go see Christmas lights. It's so funny. I know that's one of the greatest ever. (laughs) Or worried about where cocky was. Well, I was turning into the. That's all Rick's fault. He used to love those things till Rick's kid. But but every time I go through downtown Jacksonville in the square, I think about having to go to the back of that store. Yeah, with the mascot. We we had to have a conversation. Well, see what's odd about that, Bub, and this would have blow your mind if you're at Greg and Lisa's house. See, here's what you get. You see Taylor with a beard and with a baby and a successful coach and a wife. Hey, I live in Atlanta. But inside that scene, you can see pictures of this kid. Oh, well, shut up. You look around, yeah, and there yeah. he is with, you know, eye with his mouth yeah. open, being loud. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he dressed as Garth Brooks. I mean, <laughs> so that's everywhere, and you're seeing that. Then you're seeing Greg as a grandfather. It was almost sensory overload. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. almost sensory overload for me. Yeah. And because uh, it's uh, – what is it? What does it feel like? Oh wow! It's, it's, it, you're right. It is strange, but uh, it's just great because I got for two days. That's all I did. You know what I'm saying? Instead yeah. of just hey, we're here for two hours, we got to leave. I mean, so it was. It's just, just, it's incredible. Well, really. watching, watching Poor this, Mr. Buddy. You know how you watch things. This oh is, yeah, I didn't even. He didn't get any any well, time. This is no. what I, this is what I was going to tell you. And I and I told uh, his daughter Chandler the same thing. And I think she knows it. I said, pet people certainly pets are great. You know, if you if you have a pet, you like a pet, and you take care of pets, great. But you'll notice how quickly, you know, if you're a normal human being, <laughs> how quickly animals get demoted when a baby arrives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And rightfully yeah. so. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about, and uh, and it was like, uh, so Chandler was laughing she because she loves her little beagle. She goes, so when I have a baby, I'll forget I even have a dog. I said, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, but the, I, like I watched four, four Prince Burgess, l- little Prince. Uh, Mr. Buddy was put up, and Chloe was put up. Yeah, Chloe, well, Chloe gets put up, and she didn't like it at all. Zero. Every now and then you hear the door go. Burr, 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 that's her banging. It. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Got put up. She didn't like. She it. did. She yeah. Put up for hours. I know. You know why? Because the prince was home. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I would carry him around like he was in a throne. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so, of yeah, course, it's, you know, it's yeah. And of course, Dad. You know, the kid. I don't know what it is. Kids love our dad, and they, they just all the babies were. That could move. We're moving toward him, and so when we finished up, and I I have been given a mandate from our mother, hmm. because this is the month at the end of the month that our dad and we're honored by this. It'd be great. He's going to be inducted into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Now our dad hates sure. this kind of stuff, okay, because he talks about team sport and all the coaches and all the players, which he's right. And and we've tried to let him know. I tried to use an example last night that let's say the show was given an award. 
and Bubba and I went to accept it. We're accepting it on behalf of Speedy, Helmsy, mm. Adler, Greg, the audience, you, you know, it, the audience, everybody. Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, do you? I said, now that's never going to happen because we don't get awards. But I said, <laughs> but but does that help at all? You mean if we ever got one? Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's never going to happen. But <laughs> matter of fact, that might be the death of the show if that ever happens. Yeah. But uh, so, because if we become the type of show that the radio industry gives awards to, it's the, y'all wouldn't like the show anymore. <laughs> uh, but but the industry would love it. But uh, so we, uh, mom, I, and I got it last night because mom's getting close to this being over because dad's yeah. driving her crazy about <laughs> this, and you know, and, and it's, it's a whole weekend and things he's got to go to and all that. So of course I bring it up at dinner oh, on the way home. They were like, "Let's have dinner before you and Sherry go back." And before we, and we did. So of course I bring it up. I said, "Dad, you know we we're we, we're just three weeks away." Hot. And look, he goes hotly. He starts moving around. She looks at me and she goes, "Will you please not talk about that? We're trying to have dinner." And I said, and "I did the thing that you love, Bubba. This is your favorite, and you love this delivery. And this is this is this is what I think this is what I bring to your life is this in the delivery." And he starts complaining and going. I said, "Well, Dad, we just have to do it." Well, I know, and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to honor everybody and. I said, that's good. I said, and then they're going to name that road after you and put that statue up, then we're done. <laughs> he goes, what? And, and Mom says, all right, I'm, I'm pulling the card. I don't want this. Any, please stop doing this and harassing him about other things. All you're doing is making – because you're about to get in the car and truck and go home. Yeah, yeah. She goes, and you're going to leave me with him, and you told him they're going to name a street and put a statue up. And of course, he showed me what his pose would be in the statue. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. He showed me several times. But the course, key is to say it just like that. I said, "So we're gonna wrap this up." And Rick, you need then to we, add. You need to add state holiday. Right, right. <laughs> I said, "Then they're gonna name that road after you in the statue, and then we're done." Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing. I told him when we were getting all the stuff together for the display, and I was having mom pick it out. And I said, the only thing about it, Dad, I said, now, the first week after the induction, you have to stand by your display and greet people when they come to the Hall of Fame. I said, but it's just for a week. Do what? <laughs> Mom was like, really? <clears throat> no, I, it's coming for you, I think. Mom says, I, we're three weeks away, and I, what's it called, That's a moratorium? It. Yeah, yeah. Moratorium. That's it. No, no, no more stirring him. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. It was that look you got. I'm like, for a minute, I was like, you know, 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> And mom was I, I really think mom was about to take switch to me. <laughs> if, if she could have if she could have got to the fly flap or to oh, a belt, I think I'd have been tore yeah. up because it gets him going and yeah. gets him. But that's what I want. I mean, yeah. I enjoy it. Well, that's that's oh, part of it. Right though. up until I hope nobody was sitting to our right because he gave us his statue pose, uh-huh. and they may have yeah. thought that was intended for them. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a double tweeter. Buddy. Oh yeah, it was a double. <laughs> he, doubles, he doubles it up. <laughs> Mom is praying for the month of May. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. 866, we be big. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun toting, football loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Here's a lady comes from all around. 35 minutes now past the hour. Many places, Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us today. Much, much to do going forward. You heard us talk about in our real life experiences how valuable being protected by LifeLock can truly be. Bubba just went through a situation that uh, LifeLock was worth every dime. 
Oh, yeah. People We're, out trying to open accounts, open no, credit card they, things. You can't that. even have an identity. You can't. So, uh, anyway, if you'd like to have the same protection, and it is the best available, go to lifelock.com. Now, this is that time of year when those cyber criminals, they love to grab that identity and file all your tax return. Is there anything more shocking for you to realize that you go, what, what, what happened to my, my tax uh, well, somebody's already filed one. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't filed it. And and then, boy, then you talk about trying to work through that. But oh, the good yeah. news is if something does happen, and Bubba experienced this, the, the restoration agent that's assigned to you, they work with you. They try not to hassle you. They get you involved, but but they also say, like, that when you said they put you on hold, and then and the agent said, look, I'll handle this whole walk, thing. Walk through it. I'll call you, you back when I finally get somebody on the line. Yeah, that was great. I love it. I stuff. couldn't believe the customer service. You just don't see that anymore. So LifeLock looks uh, looks to you know things that you're not going to see on your own. Uh, and when they see these alerts, they let you know. Then they get in there and try to keep it from causing maximum damage. So tax-related or not, you need them. Uh, and if you'd like to, to be with LifeLock and have the protection of LifeLock for your identity and then a Norton security for your wireless devices, call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Use the promo code Bubba. You'll save 10%. Go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Bubba, saving 10%, or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Now, Bubba, before we move on, um, I was told that in the break, cause, you know, the sh- we're all aging a little bit, and, you know, Greg's a papa now, and, and, but but I have to tell you, it's the Rick. It's the miles. It's not the model uh, yeah. year. I think. Well, it's, but here's the thing, Bubba. Anytime, anytime you start talking hip, that mm-hmm. always gives all of us the vision of a senior citizen. Right. I mean, I mean, it just does. Mm-hmm. It, it, if if you fall and and somebody says Bubba Cassidy, well, you know, he broke his hip. Right. I mean, yeah. that that's it's when standard, that's one of those things. And were you asking the audience about hip replacement surgery? Well, I just I was curious as to you know what are the early signs of that? You know, we always try to stay yeah. on top of the early right. signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a By the way, I, I got uh, you know I got word back on my other test. Everything's fine. So. You talking about your your box yeah. test when you yeah, had to send the box? box. I had oh. to mail off. Yeah, yeah. color coded, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> color coded map, <laughs> color coded map. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, I've just I had one that bothered me a little bit, and I was wondering what the early signs were on that. It could just be I slept wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you went from <laughs> so you went from hey my hips bother me do I need replacement? Well, I had you know a couple of years ago on a, an unrelated X-ray, uh, the comment was made, "Wow, you didn't get a lot of cartilage left there." So. You know, of course, that planted seed. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, and, and since Jeez. the the you know we've had knee issues and everything else, you're just kind of mindful of it. Right. It just came out of the blue. It we did. were just kind of sitting here yeah. going through our day, and you looked back and said, "Hey, has any of y'all ever had hip surgery?" <laughs> well, I, I knew none of y'all had. Yeah. So I know the other choice. So, so I guess the Ironman competition's out. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah that's out. I might have to cancel that mudder run. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm gonna guess. That, I'm gonna guess. If <laughs> Bone frog, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess that if your hip has to be replaced, it won't be like Bo yeah. Jackson's because you run so fast and somebody stopped you, yeah. and your hip right. jumped out of sight. No, Rick, that wouldn't. It'll just be from deterioration over the years. Well, look, let's face it; those knees and hips can own. You know, they've, they've been asked to carry for a long time. They've, 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 you know, they've had a max load on them. They have, and you attempt well. to try to move too, which only adds to it. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? I know. So anyway, uh, I was just taken back by that. I, that's not as bad. Look, if, if you fall and your hip's broken, though, you're officially. Oh, you're officially yeah. a senior. You're brittle. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's next no, stop assisted oh, living. Yeah. Is it on the same knee? As I mean, same side as the knee that no, hurts. No other you? side. Dang. Well, both knees. Well, I was trying to think. Could we could we get you a twofer? Like, could you go in and have? You know, we got three three surgeries on one, one on the other. So, Uh so you having knee problems again too? Well, the 
you know, I, they've beyond what's already happened. Not not any more than normal. Right. Are you but, just thinking you need a, one repaired again? Well, it's, I got one that ain't right. I mean, it's bone on bone. You know. But I yeah, thought you yes, he bone. needs something done to one. I thought he already had. Oh, you're talking about not replacement both now. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing that yet. Didn't you have like he's not doing T cells squirted in it? What was it? Did oh you yeah, something weird. Yeah, I did everything. Okay, I remember that thing. Yeah. We won't do that again. No, that was that didn't like that. The uh, getting the uh, stem cells put uh-huh. in. The That's what yeah. it was. But uh, there's different ways of doing all that now, and you know there's other places that are doing that. that I wouldn't write it off, you know. But but just, you wouldn't recommend it to the Chicago Bulls like you did the Topaz. Uh, the, I will say this. Topaz <laughs> was a magic bullet. Uh, we have not been able to grow any cartilage that I'm aware of. I, I'm still – I heard that bit about a month ago, <laughs> maybe, maybe three weeks ago. <laughs> and, and the part that got me was uh, that there it was a, a possibility we thought that they didn't know about Topaz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. Well, the, here they are, hey. the highest level of competition. There he is. Well, I mean – Wait he a minute, was, what? He was the one Bubba from Birmingham come up with the topaz. If if they had heard of it, they wasn't using it because he was he was limping around and had couldn't play. So I'm right. like, Bubba, I, I really got to feel like their staff was on it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Maybe not. They maybe. may were, they may were choosing the time to do it or, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, maybe, it was fairly new at right. the time too. It wasn't as widely known as it is now. The funny <laughs> part on that vet is we were all amazed that they just picked the phone up. Now they were, we thought she was on the phone. I said, so you just call and they pick up. She goes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Chicago Bulls. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll we'll watch now the the Bubba's hip, and we'll keep an eye on it. I, yeah. I didn't know you were having hip trouble. Well, it's, give it's, us some high knees. It's probably from limping off the knee on the other right. side. Bubba, you know. give us some high knees through here. Yeah, yeah. yeah that. Breaks up, knees up. Yeah, When's the last time you, you stretched that thing? Yeah, it's been a while. That might be the issue. <laughs> well, I don't like stretching. Oh, yoga. You don't like stretching? What about yoga? It really no. does. Goat yoga. You used to have a guy who used to stretch you. Uh, yeah, well, that's when I was playing a lot more. Right. So I haven't been playing. I ain't been worried about you it. You got that tape on you? That old... KT tape? tape? Yeah. Well, not right now because I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You want to lay down? I'll stretch you. No, quick. I'm fine. Come on, go no. ahead. Huh? Speedy tries to hurt you. It ain't. He right. does. Hey, <laughs> he does. He it bothers horrible. me. Yeah, huh? yeah. I'm it just telling you, it, 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 I stretch you for it's, a second. It's worse than a deep massage. If, yeah. if he asked to help you with something like that, don't. Uh, I know. No, yeah. last time he well, helped you me left fix? a bruise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, a little man's bruised. Yeah. Well, of course, bald man's bruised today because he fell on the chair. Yeah, I can't make fun of anybody. I'm limping. I wasn't tackled by a chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Rick and Bubba news. Lori Laughlin. It's a Rick and Bubba news. Lori Laughlin. It's a Rick and Bubba news. And Becky. And it's a Rick and Bubba news. And, um, news is it Betty? Becky. 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 So how, how, is, how is Betty doing concerning Aunt Becky? Well, oh. she's still not happy. And is when she I, protesting? When I saw this footage, I thought, my gosh, Betty must be in the crowd. You realize that people <laughs> at the university there, let's see, it's in, uh, is it Boston where the, uh, the mm-hmm. yeah, it's in Boston. Kids were skipping class yesterday so they could go out and cheer for Lori Laughlin. Mm. And they were chanting, Rick, and you can see some of it in this video, Free Aunt Becky. Free Aunt <laughs> Becky. <That's... laughs> so is, is this from, like, Look, this... the reboot of Full House? How would these kids know Rick Aunt Potter, Becky? Yeah. Can we hear yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, kids Syndication. Syndication. So the, yeah. what I'm saying, it's from the new show, right? This is how these kids know her? Yeah. Or syndication. Well, that's true. Uh, listen, y'all, y'all got to hear that the, you hear some people chanting. Listen to the girl right here. Lori, 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 pay for my tuition, Lori. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> is there any reaction on this? That's Felicity Huffman. 
coming in. The crowd doesn't seem to be as fired up about it. Well, you know, Desperate Housewives' crowd is not is not near as supportive as uh, Full House. Isn't that like. funny how that works? Yeah, maybe it, maybe it's not doing as well in syndication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's yeah, got nothing. I mean, there's nobody out there chanting for her. No. Lori, Lori, Lori. Felicity, Felicity. <laughs> Look, when Lori Loughlin went in, that was a mob out there, wasn't it? Now, that one girl wanted to pay for a tuition. <laughs> Did you see her right. holding her phone up? She's trying to get a video. That's funny. Well, so so this is the this. Oh, believe it or not, oh, we've wow. we've we've gotten into this bizarre world now of people making up lives for their children to get them into to college and paying people to to act like the lies they've made up are actually true. Mm-hmm. And wow, I, my favorite part is when they put their head on somebody else's body, actually performing the athletic mm-hmm. events that they yeah. that they, <laughs> does, does they never done. It's just bizarre. I mean, really. If you had Isn't told me, if you had you told know. me this, I, I wouldn't believe it. I mean, I, I'd never even conceived in my mind that people would be doing this. I know, you know? right? You know, we can never say well, that'll never happen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, is there never a wake up now. call like when you're getting the Photoshop pulling your kid's head over on a world class athlete? Do you ever go, "What in the world am I doing?" <laughs> and you got coaches I mean, just making a killing taking these payments. Yeah, I can actually. I mean, they're 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 no, they're immoral for what they're doing. Yeah, but at least you see somebody saying, "Well, I'll tell you why I was doing it. I was getting rich off of it. I was greedy. I was greedy." Yeah. Doesn't make it right, but at least you can understand that part of humanity. But I'm pretending my kids do things they don't really do. <laughs> Look, just That's free weird. Aunt Becky. Free Aunt Becky. Free Let Aunt her Becky. go back to being the mayor of that little Canadian town. There it is. Phone calls coming up. We got lines available. 866 We Be Big. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Phone troll coming in now at 866 We Be Big. Lines are available, and the phone troll is designed for the largest number of people to get through in the shortest amount of time. A long assistance, it's one of those things that, first of all, there's room in the line right now, so you can get in line. And then you go, well, how's this line moving? Well, we're going to move that line pretty quick, because at the end of 30 seconds, you're going to have this. Your time on the program will be over. Go While you're coming in right now, and there are lines, if you dial now, you'll get in. I want to point you to the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events at rickandbubba.com. Excited to be headed to Tuscaloosa next Tuesday. Be speaking at the West Alabama Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, great organization, helping to raise some money for that chapter. Uh, Their spring banquet is Tuesday night. I'm honored to be the speaker. If you don't have tickets to that, you can get those at rickandbubba.com. They are still available. Dothan, Alabama, News Talk 103.9. My wife, Sherry, speaking at the community-wide prayer breakfast at the Dothan Civic Center. On April the 17th, if you want to get tickets to that, that link will show show you the way. April 25th, Linden, Alabama. I'll be at the Wild Game Supper there at Linden Baptist Church for the men's ministry. Uh, May 14th, uh, honored to be speaking at the Young Business Leaders of Birmingham. Uh, they'll have a lunch that day at the club in Birmingham. That link is now active if you want to get a table or a seat for that. All those are at the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. O'Reilly Auto Parts, for all your car care needs, get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service. At O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. To the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a-trolling. Here we come phone trolling for phone troll. troll. Tiffany, go ahead, 30 seconds. Okay, I was just wondering if you guys had heard that Disney World will not allow you to wear um, Donald Trump propaganda. You'll be escorted out of the park. Um, they're drawing the line there. So, is that did, true? Did, did, is that a true story? Or do you think that's that, a true story? That's you know, a true story. So, if you they think why? Because it's were, too. Were you there? Did it happen to you? No, it didn't happen to me. But it is a true story. It's been it's been um, verified. So you can't wear any Make America Great Again propaganda to 
didn't no. well. What, you didn't see it online, did you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll check on that. Uh, if that's the case, keep in mind we're saying that uh, surely there's other things that, that, we, that they would ban. We'll have to check that. We'll have to check that. Yeah. I, I, look, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't. But a lot of this news, like that gang of – the mafia midgets from Boston. That story we kept getting. Remember that? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, with wasn't ready. Yeah, I, I got you. And, there, yeah. and there's been others, but, but, but <laughs> that's but, the one he's going to bring up every time. I get that one a time, lot. Though. I get that one a lot. I know you do, buddy. It's kind of the go-to story. It's to not, David, it's not true. Though. And Hoover, one zero four seven WZZK. David, go ahead. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are y'all? Good. All right. So I got to thinking now that Bubba's headed to the Final Four. When I tune into the game this weekend, and Jim Nance welcomes us in with "Hello, friends." and they pay in the crowd, I'm likely to see this grouping sitting together. Hmm. Auburn President Leith, their athletic director Green, Dan and Patty Moultrie, possibly Bo Jackson, maybe Charles Barkley, probably Gus Malzahn, and then Bubba. I mean, what a grouping. How, how can you beat that? <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, look, now, it, I'll probably be up in the rafters somewhere. Bubba's handling this like fine china. He's been given a location to be at a time on Saturday or Friday, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So, well, hey, we don't know. we're in go mode. Let me put it that way. It's well, becoming real. We continue. Uh, let's go to um, Louisiana where Richard is standing by. Richard, 30 seconds. Go ahead. How are you, buddy? Oh, good. This is, this is L.A., lower Alabama. Gotcha. Go I ahead. Just, I'm, just, I'm just a little wondering about touchy-feely. I'll tell you what. If I was mom or pop and I saw that creep scaring, scaring those youngins, Facial expressions, body expression, moving away. I'd have something to say to that old fella. Are, are, you, talk, are you talking about Joe? Very bad. You talking about Big Hearted Joe? You talking about Joe Biden? Biden? Joe yes, Hansy? Yes, sir. You talking about Hansy Biden? Mm-hmm. By the way, three <laughs> three more women today. Uh, you know what this tells me? The Democratic Party does not want him as That's their candidate. No, no, they're destroying exactly. him right now. Yeah, this this is this is which I think is a huge mistake. I do too. He had a shot, I believe. Yeah, but remember we no said question. we don't think this is the time. He's going to be too old the next time. We think that they yeah. need to almost fall on the sword with somebody crazy like Bernie Sanders, so they can tell their party that far left won't get us victories. Well, remember that strategy right. we talked about. You may be yeah. right, and this could be playing into that. Who knows? We continue eight six six. We be big Montgomery, Alabama. I ninety two WLWI. John standing by. John, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. I just wanted to say I definitely support the uh, abortion bill, but I think we also need to have a conversation in this country about where where are we legally starting adulthood here? You can vote at eighteen, serve the country, but you can't drink at twenty one. You know, this woman said she couldn't get her tubes tied because she was too young. Well, that's her choice. Obviously, she needs to make better life choices to prevent getting pregnant. But we're sending out a generation of kids that have no idea how to be an adult because their mommy. Yeah, yeah, well, we, we've we long since talked about that. Yeah. Uh, there seems to be a lot of discrepancy in when you can drive, when you can serve in the military, when you can drink. I mean, I, we we probably need a little more uniformity in some of that. Right. I, I would I would agree that we need to talk about that. I don't think it's more important what we're talking about, though, about whether we have the right to kill people or not. Yeah, let's get that yeah, thing yeah, together. I, I think mm-hmm. that's still probably a little higher priority. Cause that, that, well, that, I think he's saying that would play into, you know, you've been able to make a decision or not or have, you know, do this step or that step. I took it as he wanted to drink at 18. <laughs> uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Jaden in Auburn, I-92, WLWI. Jaden, go ahead. <laughs> And the in the movie the um the man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot, do you think Chris Pratt or Chuck Norris would have been better 
to play the role of Sam Elliott. No, no, no. Nobody's better than Sam Elliott. <laughs> let's, yeah. don't, let's don't even talk. Guys, about the that. problem with that particular <clears throat> movie is not who's in it. It's the script itself, I yeah. believe. Sam Elliott was perfect. It was just a bizarre story. Yeah. But you said it was a decent movie. It, no, shockingly, you you didn't you didn't I dog you, it. I thought you, you said no. it gave it kind of high marks. No, he did. No, no. no. I mean, that was what people were telling me. I said after I watched it, I was kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah, it was. But you thought you thought it was going to be worse <clears throat> than it was. Uh, that's what I took from. Maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Well, I thought it was. I thought you said you had built it up. Yeah. And then once because you saw it, you were like, I hate, everybody to, was I hate telling, to tell you guys. Everybody was telling me, don't let the title fool you. It's a good movie. And, and I, I, couldn't back that I was underwhelmed by it. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was, based on the hype I was giving on it. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Stephanie Trustful, 104.7 WZZK. Stephanie, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. I was on a student trip uh, two weeks ago to Disney and had students that were wearing makeup. America Great Again hats all over Disney World, and nobody said a word to them. Yeah, yeah I, I've yeah. got the story here, and there's a little more to it than than what she understood on this. This guy oh. is is in trouble because he's done multiple things, and they don't allow you to come and hang banners. Mm-hmm. Okay, this goes back to last difference. year where this guy yeah. brought a, a Trump sign and yeah, right? hung it in the park. Can we yeah. just yeah. tell the story My and not God. exaggerate the story? Exaggerate. I'm on property we'll, rules here, and I don't see anything not. about Trump attire. Well, I, I've got the story it from NBC. I'll, I'll give it to you. We, we'll come back and do it in a minute. Kelly in Nashville. Kelly, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, Rick. I'm a devout Christian, and I know the Supreme Court just ruled about uh, a guy that had a severe uh, physical ailment that could still go on death row and be executed. I'm just struggling with the whole death penalty issue as a Christian. Um, wanted to see if you and Bubba could expound on that further, if it's biblical to put someone to death or... or yes, it is. Yes. Very much it is. Yeah, keep in mind, when we're talking about what we don't have the right to do, we don't have the right to take innocent blood. You don't have the right to kill innocent people. Uh, we 100% have been given the mandate throughout the Bible even Romans, Romans 13 New talks, and about, Old Testament. talks about this uh, as the role of the government, uh, is that putting someone to death who isn't innocent, who has committed a crime, is not a sin. Uh, now, they certainly hopefully get redeemed and are offered redemption uh, before their death penalty arrives, but the earthly punishment of death for committing certain crimes is not unbiblical at all. Yeah, and back in Genesis, it's actually commanded to be done. So for certain crimes. Right. And if you're going to do the Old Testament, New Testament thing, Romans 13, Paul's basically saying one of the roles of the government is to punish those who um, cannot follow the rules, including if needed by death. So don't be on the wrong side of it. And Jesus had the perfect opportunity to speak out on it, and he did not. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultants. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport Speedy. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all here today. Eddie Van Adler has uh, got Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Don't forget, as of Monday, anybody who wants to see the Rick and Bubba show live, if you want to watch it, you can. We'll go live to YouTube. Uh, so if you have uh, the YouTube app or you are, have the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel on any device, uh, you can watch us live. Um, no subscription needed, no charge, uh, all starting on Monday. 
Now, on Blaze TV, you still have a best of moment with no commercials and your subscription, and all the great Blaze TV programming will remain. This only deals with the live broadcast of the Rick and Bubba show as of Monday, so it should be easier than ever to watch if you want to. Be careful, though. It's one thing to eat sausage. It's another thing to see how it's made. First of all, we you know we're learning over time doing what we do for a living. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here. You know Rick. we're Thank learning you. almost like we've got a radar that goes off now. On the, the we're living in a time of grotesque misinformation. It just I love the technology we have. I love our access to content and information. But sadly, and don't forget too. Not only do we have access to information, no longer no longer do we have true journalism where people actually try to investigate things they hear. We're also living in a time that we have access to more people and more content, but also we're living in a time where people exaggerate and, and lie so uh, and make things up. So this is really kind of a bad com- uh, combination. So imagine doing what we do for a living, trying to vet out stories, calls to see What's accurate, not accurate, not accurate. I mean, for the love of all, it's good and kind. In Birmingham, we had a caller that at one time told everybody that Nikki's West was closing, and that was misinformation. It caused hysteria in the meat and three industry uh, <laughs> yeah, in yes. the community. It did. So can I say once again to Birmingham? Rick, it rocked the cafeteria world. Of course, it's not helpful to have two restaurants named the same thing, but I will <laughs> say this. Nikki's West on Finley Boulevard is alive and well. Yep. Yes. Okay, it's fine. Slide your tray today. Yes. I had a, man, a manager said they got over 100 calls yep. the day that the caller called up and, and, and panicked yeah. everybody in uh, in Birmingham. And there's still some panic going yeah. on. So there was a Nikki's that shut down, but it's not the one we love. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Nikki's West is fine. And they're not even affected by the new road construction thing. That right. Go eat. That much. <laughs> All right, so as uh, as we come back, slide we, your tray today. We got a call. I love that thing. <laughs> we got a call. Somebody said Disney won't let you wear Trump stuff into Disney. Hear any, about that anymore? Did y'all hear about it? And, and I'm not. And the person was telling the truth because that's probably what you heard. But then our little flag went up. Yeah, it doesn't and, sound right. And, and we're like, let's look into that. And of course, this this has a partial truth. But you already heard a woman say, "I took a group of kids. They had." Make America great hats on. Nobody say anything to them. So the part of not being able to wear Trump stuff on your clothing is not true. But here's what is true. Rick, from NBC, Walt Disney World has banned a man who held up a Trump 2020 sign on Splash Mountain just weeks. Just weeks after a similar banner was hung up elsewhere in the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Dion Cincy of New York City was photographed holding a Trump 2020 sign while wearing a Make, a Make America Great Again cap on Splash Mountain last week. The photo was among those taken of all passengers on the water ride yes. that they can purchase after they get off. Disney said that as a result of the display, it has permanently prevented Cincy from visiting any of its parks. The, here's, the key, here's the key phrase in all of it. The contents of Cincy's sign were not an issue, according to Disney, but rather it violated park policies prohibiting the unauthorized use of a flag, banner, sign for commercial purposes or to incite the crowd. 
That is the bottom line. And that story that he's That's reading a little from different is, is, than is November of last year. So this is a story that happened last fall. And, and you that, can see, though, how you could take that and think that they're banning Trump. So if you could see how that right, could happen. Right. It says, Walt Disney World welcomes all guests to enjoy the parks. However, demonstrations and the displays of sign and banners is not permitted on the premises. Of course, they would want you to pay for that right to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have previously reminded this particular guest about our rules, according to a Disney spokesperson. Since he is an annual pass holder at the amusement park and had previously held up another Trump sign elsewhere in Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. So he gave was, him chances. He was violating yeah. the sign policy. He had done this before. He had been warned. It sounded like he'd done it two or three times. They finally said, look, you're not listening. This is against the rules. You're out of here. That'll do it. You're out and it really had nothing to do with what was on the sign. And as the other caller said, they were wearing clothes that had uh, make, America, make America Great Again. There was no problem. And they did not even mention as a problem the guy had on a hat. He had yeah. on a MAGA hat. Yeah, and there was no problem with that. Just but you cannot sign. hold up banners. Yeah, because and, Disney <laughs> wants to charge you for that. And they're, saying, about and they're saying banners with anything on them. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't matter that it had Trump on now, it. Now, I would like to see somebody do a Rick and Bubba banner coming down one of those roller coasters. Yeah, they'll warn you the first time. Yeah. You know, I would like to see that picture. That picture right see, this is a mistake when they, when they let that out. So he because put that now you too. know that you get a warning. That's, so, you, yes. you know, that'll incite more Look, he's going over to the hotel he's staying in, and he's put one hanging it off the side. Okay. I mean, that's what they got on him about. Yeah. This see, you, not, can't, you can't do that at their, at their hotels. No, you I just can't. I got it. I got that. Uh, Funny, but you, you're not going to yeah. be in the park anymore. All right, Rebecca says that. And her, you've been warned. Rebecca said that her nephew, his picture got banned from Disney. What happened with your nephew? Hey, well, for a different reason, just to show it's not about Trump. Right. Um, my nephew took his shirt off during one of the photos on one of the rides. They do the photos on several different rides. And, of course, we wanted the photo, but they had banned it because his shirt was off. Well, because so they, yeah. they know what will happen next. Yeah. They know what will happen right. next. Yeah. It'll be Hooters Day at Disney. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And, then, and then the waitress. And then it'll is, be pantsless. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, I got you. Well, we had that oh, well, world you know, record naked uh, roller coaster ride. Remember yeah, that? Right, yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. Who we does did. that? What kind of person There's does that? There's a bunch of them, right? I know. Mm-hmm. It just right. seems like of all the things naked. you could do on a given Saturday, that would not be one yeah. of them. To wash the seats. Yeah. Robin in yeah. Birmingham, Alabama, 104.7 WZZK. Robin, go ahead. Hey, guys. Hey, Robin. Hey. Hey, um, just wanted to give you a heads up um, for the state of Alabama, the legislative, the possibility of this. Uh, pro-abort, excuse me, the abortion issue. Right. Um, okay, several things um, we're concerned about is, one, uh, we're going to get slammed, and we all need to get ready for this. Um, Parenthood is already preparing. Uh, one of the big slams is going to be the cost, um, obviously, to the state of Alabama, because we do not have the um, proper medical facilities that could provide um, for those who can't afford uh, the um uh, non-abortions, and also um, the um, plan for adoption. Because of the adoption, um, you have all these home studies, you have the cost of adoption, and this is what the big slam is going to be on the state of Alabama, these type of things. So what we need to do at this point is we need to raise the concern of all of Alabamians um, so that who are pro-life that we will have this 
uh, particular, these answers ready to go. This is what the news programs are getting ready to slam if this goes through. Oh, it's going to um, be an all that. Look, look what happened in Georgia because, again, right. you know, Georgia's right. got, has got a lot of the Well, it's happening in other states, too. Right. See, there, exactly. I don't know that they're going to be able to focus totally on us because you got Georgia's heartbeat exactly. bill. you got this. Mississippi yes. has a version of it. Yeah, Tennessee yeah. Right. Exactly. is working. I exactly. think South Carolina's got something going on. Yeah, and then meanwhile, the, yes. movie, the movie Unplanned is out there where, yes. where that was someone from Planned Parenthood that changed her view, and they, you know, they thought exactly. that they thought that movie would do maybe three million. It did seven yeah. million uh, this yeah. this past weekend. So people, I th- yeah. I think we're finally getting human beings mm-hmm. in our society to go. You know what? We need to mm-hmm. we need to sit down. We need to ask tough questions about wh- wh- where we're headed and what we're mm-hmm. doing. But you're mm-hmm. right; there will be an all out assault against these. But yeah. like Bubba said, maybe we can get so many of them going. They can't concentrate right. on, on just just one place, but um, and but you know, right. a lot of this you got to be ready for the battle that's coming. And, and a lot of this is a backlash uh, directly tied to the Virginia bill and the Virginia governor and his statements. Yeah, that that they just carried it too far, and that caused a lot of people to go. This is getting ridiculous now. Well, if one thing the far left has never learned is don't overplay your hand. Right, right. Because, because what they don't understand, if they just won't overplay, and this is a sad statement. Most people are too apathetic to do anything about it anyway. Yeah, you you really have to push them into the corner, you know. And I, I'm talking and about I'm, I'm talking about the church too. Sadly, but you have to push them in a corner before they ever come out and fight. Well, you can yeah. say yeah. this, Rick, and I think that you, you saw this happen too. The Obama administration overplayed their hand on several issues. One, traditional marriage. When they lit the White House up after that, uh, that. That gave you Donald Trump, by the way. That gave you those, Donald that Trump. That type of stuff. That, yeah. that stunt right yeah. there, those type of things galvanized your opponents. Yeah. Where you had what you wanted, all you had to do was just let it go. And you know what they do is they, they become, like you said, they, they're the guy that starts high-stepping at the 15, Yep. and he should have just ran it on in the end zone, put the ball down, yeah. and before you know quietly it. Quietly left the field. Going yeah. to the sideline, but you get the end zone dancing, throwing it up in the stands and all that. Thinking you can do anything. Ain't going to have none of that. Rick and Bubba's show, 16 minutes past the hour. We'll be right right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba's show. Thanks for being with us. We're back. Uh, we have an anonymous caller calling us. Uh on line number two, anonymous. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Hey guys. Hey. Look, hey, you, buddy. I'm anonymous because uh, I'm scared of the Clintons. But about the mid '70s, I was sitting on the bank with my wife in Pascagoula, and I fell asleep. And uh, I woke up, and I was being poked and prodded by aliens. And they uh, they let me back to Earth. And when I tried to get in my car, Joe Biden was in there hugging on my wife. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> really thought we had some. It's your stage. He was shaking his head. <laughs> the, um, yeah, they're making fun Ooh. of old Travis. What's his? No, what's the, Calvin? Calvin. Yeah, they make Parker. You don't. Calvin know. Parker. Calvin All right, Parker. so so he's 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 white Calvin. He's that's <laughs> two I know. Great, <laughs> great. All right, so we do have an update on uh, Hansy Joe. 
Uh-oh. And now three more coming out. Now we have three. He'll kiss you on the neck, I've noticed. You have well, you the have, back of your head. Yes. You have uh, three. Three. So, but, I mean, it's two or three every day. I don't yeah, know what the grand total is. That makes five. But now he's put a video he out did. now, right? Yeah. Right. I'd uh, like us hang, to watch. It's a montage of all the women he's getting. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Just but you know when a lot of these things, even you go back to Bill Cosby and, and, and Clinton and all that, you, I mean, they're accusations. They are, but with Joe, we got photographs. I want you I mean, to he know he does it in public. I mean, that's you know. what I'm saying. So they kept they documented it. Yeah, it's almost like we had a montage of Bill Cosby, uh, you know, fixing drinks. Mm. Yeah, you know, you'd, <laughs> exactly. be, you'd be like, oh well, there may be something to do this. There you go. But but all right. So I think we now that there's they're coming out. I think we need update music. Is this is this one too? I mean, because it, it, if if Hansy Joe, that's good. Uh, it, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's I got a little change in my pocket. Maybe, maybe, Maybe you can give me the chorus over the instant. Looks like we're going to get a lot of this. I give you a ring, but each time we talk, I get the same old thing. Always no hooky-buckies until I get a wedding ring. My honey, my baby, don't put my love upon no shelf. Right she said, don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Hey, Joe Biden update. Yeah, you like that? I like it. Okay. All right, you so want, you want to start where... She said, I think, do, what, do y'all want just the whole first verse up to that? Or do you just want uh, me to go to the chorus? I like a lot of it. I like the song. Yeah, so I, I like that. Like I'm I almost want to hear the whole thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking right. about the Georgia satellite? Let's try this. My honey, my baby, don't put my love upon no shelf. She said, don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Joe Biden update. Yeah, start it right there. Three more the women. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Three more women. Yeah, that'd work. Okay. We're not breaking down enough what he actually said in his video. Well, I want to see it. Well, we're about to. All right, let's see it. How long is it? Two minutes. All right, here we go. All right. <clears throat> you tell everybody to stand up. I expect to be talking to you about a whole lot of issues, and I'll always be direct with you. But today I want to talk about just as a support and encouragement that I've made to women and some men, and I've made them uncomfortable. And I always try to be, uh, in my <laughs> career, I've always tried to make a human connection that's my responsibility, I think. I the shake what? hands, I hug people, I, I grab men and women by the shoulders and say, you can do this. And, and, uh, and whether they're women, men, young, old, it's, it's the way I've always been. It's the way I've tried to show I care about them and I'm listening. And over the years, knowing what I've been through, the things that I've faced, I've found that scores, if not hundreds of people have come up to me and reached out for solace and comfort, something something, anything that may help them get through the tragedy they're going through. And, and, uh, and, and so I, it's just, just who, who I am. And I've never thought of politics as cold and antiseptic. I, I've always thought it about connecting with people. As I said, shaking hands, uh, hands on the shoulder, a hug, uh, encouragement. And now, and now it's all about taking selfies together. Uh, you know, social norms have begun to change. They've shifted. And the boundaries of protecting personal space have been reset. And I get it. I get it. I hear what they're saying. I understand it. And I'll be much more mindful. That's my responsibility. My responsibility, and I'll meet it. But I'll always believe governing, quite frankly, life for that matter, is about connecting, about connecting with people. That won't change. But I will be more mindful and respectful of people's personal space. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I've worked my whole life to empower women. I've worked my whole life to prevent abuse. I've written 
and, and so the idea that I can adjust to the fact that personal space is important, more important than it's ever been, is 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 just not thinkable. I will, I will. Uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God, love you. What am I talking about? Um. <laughs> What are you talking about? I, I just uh, I put my nose I, in your hair. I noticed didn't, he, he didn't cover putting his nose on somebody's nose, kissing people on the back of their heads and necks. He didn't I, cover that. Look, I don't no, know if he really listed the statement when I put my hand on someone's shoulder and tell them they can work through this. I know. Yeah, if you just listen to that. <laughs> I, I know, I, yeah, it's not good. Is it, it just sounds really a little not. strange. You know the the thing about like it all. The doctor's you, nobody nobody <laughs> should ever be made to feel uncomfortable. Okay. Right. And Joe may or have made, there's some that said they were uncomfortable by his personal space violation. But all of this has really been amplified because of the policy, the politics of, of destruction. And it started with Clarence Thomas and we saw it with Brett Kavanaugh. And then we saw some people that apparently got a complete pass on it, like Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. So the, and lied about it. Who also the, said he was a hero for women, too, so you yeah, can't say that anymore. Yeah. No. The, the funny part of this is, or the part that just leaves you scratching your head, however you want to look at it, is that Joe Biden has been caught up in the political correctness that his very party has created. Which I'm enjoying. And that, 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 is good, that is gold. You know, well, it really is. One girl now said, yeah, but he'd say things like when he had his, head, his hand around the back of my neck and pulling me in, he would press his forehead on my forehead and tell me I was a pretty girl. Yeah, that's not comforting. Hey, come on. Look, we all He's know Hansy. We guy. know him. I, I don't like you said. He's been out there a while, and there was a time he could live. But like you said, before this isn't a Bill Cosby situation. But he's that old creepy guy. Yes, creepy Joe. And and there was a time he really told you there was a time that creepy guys like me were not vilified like they are now. There it is. That's basically what he said. That's what he said. That don't make him less creepy. He just said, "Wow, I guess my creepy days are over." <laughs> Uh, bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Thank you for being with us today. Just got through handing out, uh, you know, some cards to the golden ticket seats, and that card will get them a pound of BuzzBox coffee. But you know what? You don't have to be here in the golden ticket seats to have the same opportunity Simply go to rickandbubba.com, and you'll see the, the BuzzBox logo there uh, on our website. Uh, a lot of you across the country, and we've been having a blast with this, the BuzzBox uh, program, where we send the coffee directly to your house in a box. You also get updates from the show. You, you see the things that are being done by the proceeds that come from the coffee. Uh, 10% of every cup of coffee goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. And right now we are handing out grants to uh, hundreds of at-risk kids uh, that are that now can go to these sports clinics that are provided by the ministry started by Chuck Colson, Prison Fellowship. Now, Prison Fellowship does a lot to rehabilitate those that are behind bars through the power of redemption found in Jesus, but they're also taking care of the children and and the and the parents uh, that are you know they don't have this person in their family right now. Uh, these children don't have their dad or their mom in their lives right now. Uh, if they're being incarcerated. So so they work with them in these sports clinics, you know, to be there to teach them, to work with them, and to also, you know, help with their spiritual health and, and the other needs that they have while their parent is behind bars. So th- this prison fellowship ministry has incredible success. Uh, it's well-known. It's far-reaching. 
And now we're sending grants directly to Prison Fellowship through every cup of coffee that you're enjoying. If you'd like to get started and say, look, the coffee's fantastic. Everybody loves it. Top 1% in the world. Uh, it comes from uh, incredible countries and great farmers. But you can get it right now if you've never tried it. We'll send you a pound for free, and you'll pay a dollar shipping, flat rate, no matter where you are. So if you'd like to, to start that, get that first bag free by going to rickandbubba.com. You can see it right there on the home page. If you're one of these people that websites still bother you, you can call someone and ask about it, 855-438-8671. Thanks to all of you that are drinking BuzzBox coffee. And let me encourage those of you who are not, if you're drinking coffee, drink the best and make a difference one cup at a time, doing what you do every day anyway. Uh, all right, so as we as we come back, we had a couple other things to, to hit. Um, and that is Mark Cuban. Now, Bubba, look, we like Mark Cuban, you know, in, well, in you general. Know, Mark's, uh, I mean, he he is uh, living the American dream. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had an idea. Good he uh, got out there and uh, made it happen, sold it, made it billion dollars off of it, and has done a lot of things with that, including buying the Dallas uh, Dallas Mavericks. He's a little bit of a liberal on a lot of issues, but I still kind of like him. I mean, I don't agree with him 100%, but I think uh, – He's always interesting, I'll say that. Now, he ain't always right, but he's interesting. Well, he's like a lot of far-lefters, and, it, and it's weird. I, I don't. I tell you the people that baffle me the most. Those are the highly successful people that will demonize the very setup. S- system that made the, them rich. The very system that allowed them to maximize their potential through maximum liberty and the free market and capitalism, and then they'll demonize that, that very system I don't understand it, but sometimes when they're doing that, you realize that when it comes to their political views and their worldviews, they really have the political views and the worldviews of a child. Yeah. They, 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 don't, they don't really think through what they're saying, and you know this is a person of, of great intelligence. I mean, look at the things he's come up with and how well he continues to do in business, but he says when it comes to Trump and the immigration situation we're in, he said right now we're being really, really, really stupid by taking really, really, really educated people who could do a lot for our really, really important economy, and we're sending them home. He says, while he says he believes the current administration is working to improve the situation, he doesn't think it's happening enough. And he says, to be brutally honest, we're doing it the wrong way. Now, and very convenient when you're a person who's against something, he he doesn't tell us what we should do that would be better. And this thing well, he, he could probably say, too, that the Dallas Mavericks need to be more competitive in the NBA, but he may not have the answer for it, you right. know, obviously, because he's sitting at the controls of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, look, but he, but here's the point. We're trying to get a process where we can actually vet people who want to come to this country. And get we, the best. We limit. And, and part of that is getting the best and brightest to come to our country to make it better, to help the mixing pot, if you would, to even be a better soup than it is today. But we can't do that if everybody's pouring over the border. To, to me, what Mark Cuban is saying, I can agree with him to, to a large degree on his statement, but to me, he's supporting the president's position by saying that. No, I agree. What he's speaking about is legal immigration. Right. Well, legal immigration has been and continues to be uh, a great, great addition to our country, and it does make our country better. But illegal immigration does not because it really hurts the very people he's talking about. Keep in mind, for the for the largest part of the 20th century, we had no immigration. None. Okay? 
and that was opened back up at one point. But we had a long time you couldn't come here and, and live here if you're from somewhere else. It just didn't happen. And then we had times where you could, and you had to be heavily vetted, and you had to bring something to the table and all that kind of stuff. But uh, th- this thing of just pouring into the country is a fairly new concept, by the way. Well, and I, I don't. How can anybody think that's okay? I mean, it, you would. You well, would you're not a country anymore. You're not a you, country if you don't control your borders. I mean, we've all said that. You're not a city if you don't have city limits. You're not a state if you don't have state lines. You're not a country if you don't have a border. Right. You're not a, a landowner if you don't have any way to keep people off of it. You don't no, own it. No. But but I go back to this again. Have you ever met a property owner without a deed? No, it doesn't exist because that deed outlines where your property line is. That's a line, a line. That's what we have. That's a line you can't cross. Mm-hmm. Well, what, Rick, it's a line. Well, I, <laughs> Trump, to me, is trying to say when it comes to the southern border, what we've said on the program, what, Bubba, you've said many times, he's trying to follow the logic that if you, if you want to figure out what you're going to do about a problem, you first have to solve the problem. And what we said is, if you've got a leak on the second floor in the bathroom, you heard us say this, and there's a toilet overflowing. Well, you're saying you you, you got you to gotta be able to say what the problem is and right. define the problem before you can fix it. Right. If you, if you just keep mopping on the first floor, you, you never solve the problem. You have to go stop the leak. And so, and then you assess what damage has been done and what do we do now to get everything working the best way. So if you want people to be properly vetted and you want people to go through legal immigration, you must first stop illegal immigration, especially an open border that right now is just free-flowing. Yeah. And so we really can't get to what our plans are until we stop that, and then we can sit down and go, now what do we do? Yeah, because to Mark Cuban's argument, we don't know who anybody is mm-hmm. when they're streaming through in the middle of the night and undocumented and illegal. You know, So how, how do we know if they are the educated, the smart, the, the folks that can actually make America a better place we don't know. You know what would be a great thing for Mark Cuban to say, and I would agree with him wholeheartedly. Mark Cuban, an entrepreneur who's been able to accomplish great things and the, the greatest love him on Shark Tank system set up. If he came Good out, show. this would be an accurate statement, and it would be a great statement by any anybody in this country that has a voice like him. It's an entrepreneur. He should say the following. He should say, "Look." What's sad is that this problem is going to be detrimental to our country, and it's hurting people who could come through the proper immigration channels, which we can improve and make better, so they can be an asset to our society. And it's a shame that we're acting like we all don't agree that a open border with free-flowing people is bad for everybody, and nobody should play politics with this. This needs to be solved, so this is not the time to refuse to solve it because you don't want a certain political party to get a to get a win, <clears throat> and that's what's happening. the The Democrats know that this is dangerous. The Republicans know this is dangerous. Anybody with walking around sense knows this is not the way a country should operate. But what's happened here is they've come to the conclusion. I'm talking to the left now and the Democrats. Oh no! If we do, we've always said we need to do too, and to find some way to vet this this southern border. Trump's going to run out there and tell his screaming fans that he delivered on a promise, and that's going to kill us in the next election. That's all it is. Well, the problem is while y'all are playing politics, people are pouring in to the southern border, and it's detrimental. And we don't know who they are, what they are, and what their intentions are. And you have good people and you have bad people, as we have. And if you vet them out, you get the choice. Let me give you another example, Rick. The, The Dallas Mavericks, talking about Mark Cuban. The Dallas Mavericks play in a coliseum where they have gates 
and they have ticket takers. You buy tickets, you come in, you get a seat. It's not open to the public. There's not an open <laughs> gate to yeah. come in. I mean, you're being absolutely uh, hypocritical. Hypocritical to to say this and then charge tickets, charge a price for a ticket, and have a have a gate to come in to watch your team play. I mean, why not just open it up and let whoever comes in? Look, I know well, you're, because it's crazy. It doesn't make sense. Your last name's Cuban, but let's not be Cuban. Yeah. Here, here's what I would say to him. To your point, I'd use exactly what you said, and I would say, do you realize that your setup? that makes people buy tickets at a certain price, and then they have to have that ticket and have the money to get that ticket is keeping well-educated, wonderful people who love basketball from seeing the game. Absolutely it is. And here we go, well, you, uh, I said, well, why don't you just let them come watch? Even, Rick, even if you they said. Can, they can't afford it. Let, let's just say Mark Cuban said, you know what, you got a point. I'm going to let everybody in free. I don't know how I'm going to pay the players, but I'm going to let people in free. There's a limited number of seats. Right. There's limited resources. We can't sit four people to a seat. Mm-hmm. So you still right. have a limit on how many people can come in. Are you telling me that Mark Cuban has set up a system where he vets who gets to come to see his team he play? Does. He does. And there's people out there mm-hmm. who would love to see basketball that are wonderful people that can't get in to see it. And if you disturb a basketball game, let's say you throw food on the floor, you don't like a call, guess what they'll do? They'll remove you from that and bar you from coming back again. Why? Because you broke the rules. Because what they they're they're saying this is our team, right? And and we have the rules to protect the people that do do it the right. We way. have rules that protect the players and yep. protect the other fans. And you've broken it, and you've lost your your right to come in here and watch the game. Is it accurate that not just anybody can go watch the Dallas Mavericks play? You cannot just walk in off the street and not pay and go watch. What if play. I can't afford a ticket? You have to stand outside. Okay. What what if the seats are all full? Have to stand outside. That doesn't seem fair. No, even if you're outside. educated. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're educated, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. John Waits, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. In a million dollar paradise, maybe I could sing a better song. Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back, 866. We be big. Thank you for being with us. Go to the contest button today. Fix Mama's Mouth is back. If you got your mama turned in, go follow the instructions precisely. And uh, let's get those in. We'll get down to our three finalists at the end of the month. All right, Bubba, here's a story. Uh, a couple of teenagers seem to have hacked into the high school's Wi-Fi. Uh, and what are they trying to do? Get their, their get-around test? And it's, uh, the term is wreak havoc for teachers. Yeah. Now, Rick, is this the one where they were trying to hack into the school, but they accidentally got into the Defense Department's computer? <laughs> and, 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 and they started thing. playing games, and they almost started World War III. They, they changed a few grades, and yeah. then it just went from there. Yeah. And it was called the Whopper? No, oh, Whopper. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're talking, about the, movie. You're talking about the movie War Games. <laughs> Love that movie. That did not happen. I, to, I mean, that was one of my favorites growing up. It's I one of those, it. if it's on, I got nothing to do, I'll yeah. watch it. I still will stop and watch it. Today. Modern day. Yeah. You'll still watch it? I like it. 
It doesn't. But Greg, I mean, the compu- I love the general. The, com- the computers look like. I mean, Crystal couldn't, Palace. Couldn't somebody pee on a spark plug. <laughs> <laughs> Take us down to DefCon Four. Take us to DefCon Four. Flush the bombers. Hey, <laughs> give me, give me the president on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name? I do love that actually. Cheyenne oh, yeah. Mountain was uh, was it Crystal Palace? Crystal Palace. Oh, yeah. I we're, we're, yeah, we're dating ourselves. Do anybody even know what we're talking yeah. about? No, yeah, right? that actor he's played that role. He also was in uh, Northern Exposure. Yep. You yeah, realize he's, how, he's been in a hundred movies. He's yeah, been in a hundred movies. Flash the bomber, get the president on the horn. <laughs> on the horn. But how about this? Got him on the horn. Helmsy has no idea what we're talking about. No clue. Uh, Adler, what? Adler, do you I, I know? How can any computer guy not I, I know what well, he's starting I'm not really. All. Number one, I'm not really a computer guy. I just kind of act like it here on the show. Way well, ahead. It, it, it started. It started all. It was before the internet, by the way. Okay. It was a dial-up. Yeah. Remember? It was yeah. a <laughs> dial-up modem. Mm-hmm. Right, Acoustic Adler, coupled. Adler said. Is. Adler said he doesn't know what we're talking about. Yeah. What? I have no clue. Y'all I need really a don't. Minute and I really don't. Almost threw my head. It's got Ferris Bueller in it. It's when he was in. Really? The guy plays Ferris Bueller. And the girl was 1983, I think. What was, was Dionne? Can say her name? I can't say her name. Guys, I was five in 1983. I know, but I thought maybe you picked it Rick, up. Rick, you said time. it a minute ago. What was her name? Uh, Ali Sheedy. Ali, Ali Sheedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You she be was part of that group that. that was in every every movie. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. all the kids. Yeah. Movies. So Adler, you've never seen War Games. Oh wow, I've never seen this. No, it's awesome. Yeah. Adler, have you not? You? I've never seen it. I thought you might just be joking. No, no, no. I well, I, this I started. I've not seen this. This started it all. Please look at the computers. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's no nice. idea. Raise yeah. your hand in the audience if you saw the movie War Games. Okay. okay. Well, everybody but the little kids. Uh, we're going to see War Games <laughs> as a staff. That's going to have to happen. Oh, I love this uh, that movie Hackers. That was more my generation, right yeah. there. Yeah, well, I, I saw that too. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I want you to look at these that movies. one. Had uh, what's your name in it? <laughs> that got to be Johansson. Oh, look at Ferris Bueller. Yeah. And, uh, so he thinks he's tapping well, into a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, company that does games, but he's actually tapping into the defense of the big machine that runs war games and yeah. all this, and they think it's real. He gets to play uh, in the games, and they actually think the Russians are attacking America. Yeah, yeah. it almost starts World War Three. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, look, mm-hmm. look what he's doing. Oh, my oh, gosh. I forgot he's Dabney in it. He is mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. So Check now, now they think we're under attack from Russia. So, so some guy, of course. So the computer, the computer called Whopper starts these simulations, and it's trying to start World War Three by making the U.S. think it's under an attack from Russia, and they almost go to it. Mm-hmm. You it remember when they're waiting? You remember when they're it. waiting on the mm-hmm. the the first the first Russian yeah. nuke is supposed to hit an air base in Alaska, and they got him on the phone. He's waiting to the last minute. Are you still there? And he's quiet. <laughs> Are you still there? Yeah. We're still here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. We're going to DEFCON 1. Yeah. All right. So, But uh, these two kids didn't do it. Back to the original no, they story. Did. They were just trying yeah, to get we, out of a test. We completely <laughs> huh? got off the story. We got off a war game. Yeah. I started watching it, too. I, was, I know. You forgot. I was all in. Yeah. I thought I was at home. I thought to myself, well, we got trouble here. <laughs> I love the graphics. It looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. But the, uh, so but how about these kids are just ninth graders, 14 years yeah, old? Sure. Well, now, okay. you know, something. This is just modern day somebody got you a copy of the test. Uh, listen, yeah. let me yeah. ask you this, too. It says that the two New Jersey teenagers, both ninth graders, managed to disable the school's Wi Fi system last week. Now, that's not quite hacking into a computer. That's, that's, you know, that's a kind of a lower level thing to do. How did that shut down everything? Well, Just because it wasn't Wi Fi. The way they do testing yeah. now, and somebody the way, go plug it back up. And the way they do all of it, the, the teachers said that they get they that all the teachers got annoyed. What the guy was trying to do is saying he came up with a low grade way that they wouldn't have to take tests that day. 
they what they did they found out what the password was to the wi-fi and went in and changed it. Well, nobody they, could get on it yeah they, they basically said they used a private company to hack into the school's wi-fi either through an app or paid somebody to do this online to where they couldn't have any internet access to as rick said access the the, the test and the notes that in, that were in the class so they just shut everything down to where they didn't have to take the test that day and yeah. now they're in trouble and facing all kinds of charges here. Uh, yeah, you, you can't. Fa- facing charges of computer criminal activity and uh, and a whole bunch of well, other see, stuff. See, it here. says it's possible they used an app or paid somebody. Did, y'all, so many of these things are done the old-fashioned way. They found out what the password was and changed it. It's that simple. They either found it where they, they write it down, somebody told them, they acted like they were working on it for them and had to get the password. So many of these things are done. Just People hand them the passwords. See, they is, really don't figure it out in some mysterious way. This is not as much fun. I went into the office, uh, and, and I, you know, I don't know how I ended up with this kind of you know, wandering the halls, but it, it wasn't the first time. And I went in the office, and, like, the people who are normally there were, like, gone to, I guess, the ladies all went to get you know, something to eat or whatever. I don't know what happened. Don't tell me you stole the password. <clears throat> no, no, no. The PA system was left. Uh, un- <laughs> and so I could see the teacher's names there, and I had my friends in there, and I just flipped on, <clears throat> yeah, Ms. Robertson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Mickey Shadrick's in there. I do. You send him to the office, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. And then, then there's that little pause. Like, and they all had that same microphone, that little stand-up. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> Turner microphone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Robbins. Turner 2 plus 2. You got Greg the Bull Olsen in there. That's when I messed up. I started using nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, is this you? Uh, no comment. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick who? <laughs> This is Donald Trump. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick, he's the one uh, who talks a little bit more than Bubba. Bubba, fantastic job with what he's been given. Uh, And that's all I'm going to say about that. Rick, listen, he could talk almost as long as I can without making sense and keep going. I love what they do. Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men in radio and possibly the two sexiest fat men alive. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States. Honestly, I think this is the first radio show I've done as president, if you want to know the truth. And you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is six and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here as we move forward for another hour. You can be part of it. By dialing the number I just gave you, Drops of Jupiter takes phone calls. Jalen Fruithurst works on the TV side with Adler. Don't forget, as of Monday, anyone who wants to can access the live TV stream on YouTube. So uh, go ahead and get that set up. And if you've never seen the show before, uh, before you uh, have to go to the other Rick and Bubba options, if you can sit down and watch some live, you can do that on YouTube as of Monday. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bus. Glad to be here, Rick. Thank you, and thank all of you for letting us do what we do. Well, we heard from uh, Frank Caliendo as the president, then actually the president, <laughs> coming out of the break. Uh, White House uh, has Ho- Hogan Gidley, who is the White House principal deputy press secretary, joining us this hour. We'll talk about the southern border. Uh, about, and there's a lot of stories that we, we had the Mark Cuban story, but we'll put that over here. And mm-hmm. there's some other stories that we'll talk about uh, with Hogan coming up. Uh, this hour, uh, a little bit later on in the program. Uh, Bubba, we, you and I have moved it to the bottom of the stack all we can. Uh, Speedy had all that he did not have was a yellow highlighter. 
Uh, he had this story, and he does this all the time, uh, <laughs> sitting sitting on the top. Y'all vouch for me on this. Here is the headline <laughs> that Speedy's wanted us to see for the better part of three and a half hours now. And that I just it, kept moving it to the top in case you missed it, Rick. It says, poor diet kills more than smoking and hypertension. Thanks for the cookie. More than 500,000 <laughs> Americans and 90,000 Brits a year die from too much meat and too few veggies. Now, this study comes, and Bubba, to add insult to injury, we know how Bubba feels about Microsoft products. Hmm. It comes from Bill Gates. <laughs> the, I thought uh, he was working on the toilet problem. Uh, I did, too. Undoubtedly, this is a problem, too. Well, I was reading this story, Rick, about halfway through it, it locked up. Okay. <laughs> he said the problem. That's you know, <laughs> That's real good. I couldn't finish it. Of course, he I'm says sorry, sooner or later our heart's going to lock up, but <laughs> – but let's go back. Let's go back to this. Now, remember, this this is funny because what always happens if you're where we live, everybody's on some fad. Of course, you know what we had a story yesterday that fads would kill you. I got news for you. I think these people die. I, I, I mean, I think we're in a fallen state and we're all dying. Yep. Everybody <laughs> is closer to death today than you were yesterday. Well, let me wait a minute. You're now closer to death <laughs> yeah. than you were a few moments ago. So, but, but let's go back to this. You always hear the Mediterranean diet, the so-and-so oh, diet. Well, no. these people other parts of the country. Well, Bill Gates says we're now killing the world because people are adopting the Western diet. And can I tell you what? You know why? Because it tastes good. It does. Yeah. That, that's why people flavor. Are, it is dandy. It's heavy in red meat, fats and sugar. It's low in fruit and veggies. Well, I, I Rick, was, how much money did they spend on this? Does it say... Uh, it does not. Because, look, I knew this without Bill Gates I and without too. this study, that if you eat and take care of yourself, chances are you will live longer than those that do not. I mean, I just kind of had a feet, you know, just I didn't even need there. a study to know that. He's saying that. Yeah. But here is the problem. You can't, if you, if you say somebody has a bad diet and they die, you can't do that exact person again and give them a healthy diet and see if they live longer. It's, you know what I mean? You so you're kind of, you're doing some estimating there mm-hmm. and some of that. Well, here's as far as their number. Here's what yeah. he's trying to say. And this will really bring some intensity to our conversation. What he's trying to say that if you were to eat healthier, less red meats, more fruits, more vegetables and smoke, you're healthier than a person who doesn't smoke, who eats badly. That's what he's saying. Yeah. No, I think that's straight. Well, I agree, but I'm just telling you that's what Billy's yeah. saying. Oh, Billy. I didn't say I agree with that. He's talking about Billy G. I'm just talking about Billy G. That's what he's that's what he's laying down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, could have heard that. Right. Did you hear what I just said? Because well, it, it was it it, it, it should it should have prompted a response there. from you there. Uh because because <laughs> especially coming from Bill Gates. Yeah. By the way, Jimmy Carter weighs in and says he agrees. <laughs> Now, uh, now you're really I'm doing it now. with Bubba. Uh, I, I, look, I said, I'm trying to. I'm really. I've I've shown a lot of progress. On you TV have. I'm like. just saying the notorious <laughs> Billy G says, but, but he th- that the diet is so important. What we eat, that if you were to get off the Western diet and be more Mediterranean, and smoked, you're healthier than a non-smoker that eats the Western diet. I don't know about that. There's the response. I'm there, I don't think so. believe it. You, so you're not so we make statements now. like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and again, how how can you test that? How can you take example I'm just A you what and they die, and you go, well, we're going to give A this now and see how long he lives because once you're out, you're out. You can't replay that person. And you can go with the right. numbers. Yeah. But, yeah, look, again, I, if you eat healthy and exercise, your chances of living longer uh, are certainly there. 
I would disagree. I would say your chances of living better are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't believe well, anything's going to help you live well. Longer. Well, not not from a biblical standpoint, right. but you know what I'm but saying. Live, but live better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, yeah. That's the only reason why I made adjustments. I don't think it's added a second to my life according to the Bible, but what it has is made my life more effective mm-hmm. uh, and give me a better quality of life. But I, but what I'm saying here, I tell you, this is this is getting out there when I when I had my gallbladder out, and when it went south. Good so Sherry was talking to the doctor, and he says, "Well, you know," and she said, "Why is everybody losing their gallbladder?" Said, so "This is just like, and it doesn't seem to really matter, you know, on height, weight, any any of this." She goes, "So you, we hear a lot of gallbladders going bad," and the doctor said, "It's the Western diet." He said, you know, Westerners eat a lot of red meat, a lot of fats, and their gallbladders work harder than, than, than some of the other diets, and that's why they give out. He said the Western diet takes the gallbladder and destroys it. Gallbladder really is kind of a booster pump for the digestive system, yeah, isn't it? but here's what I've told us, and Hamsey's had to remind me of this because he had his out before me, mm-hmm. and Sherry says the same thing, and she said this is classic Burgess. She said, "You're living as if your gallbladder being removed meant nothing." Yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 she goes, she goes, you know, it did mean something. This this was not an appendix. Uh, it it did well, have a function yeah. in the body because I'll say things like, I don't know why, man, just out of nowhere, I'm just really nauseous. Rick, what about she the goes, appendix? And she's like, I can I can weigh in on that. It's because your gallbladder was taken out, and there's a part of your digestive system that is no longer available to you. Yeah. It's not as important as the pancreas, but it's important. No, you got to have that. Yeah, but uh, and and but you know, think about. It. So I have something that was processing fats that I don't have anymore. So that's right. Re- that's yeah. that's the yeah. reason why every now and so it then was a filter. Every now and then you eat yeah. something, you go, I don't know why that made me feel bad. I'll tell you why. Yeah, you don't you don't yeah. have a gallbladder anymore. Yes. How about the appendix? They say we it's don't an need it, studying? but I still I, I've they, had that they removed some, too. There was some purpose for it. Had there. to be. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, it did something. It didn't just show up by accident. Is that one of those things we find out in heaven? Probably so. It'll be one of them questions. Guys, I'm running if we get Q and A, I'll ask. That I can have removed. Yeah, yeah you I may mean, think about that. You've had wire put in. All right, so let's. let's you and Speed. Remember that day we did all Y'all our stuff. Y'all sprung a leak, didn't you? Yeah, no, that was that was just Speed. Did you have a hernia at all? No, I did not. Speed, you had a hernia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you've had no gallbladder, no, no appendix. appendix. Correct. What else? Um, I guess that's it as far as organs there, but there's not a whole other. The, I can't lose anything yes. else in that world. <laughs> no, you lost right. a lot of hair yesterday, but that was a haircut. Would y'all yeah. stop? Okay, I'm sorry. Appreciate your service. Yeah, yeah. thank y'all. The, Worst uh, haircut I've ever got. Not by presentation. So, so that person didn't know process. how to work a floby. Yeah, she she could not have pressed on my my top of my head any harder with those clippers. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it looks like you know what, it looks like you have a hedgehog. On top of your Thank head. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know how when you rub your hey, hair, Sonic, it, it, it stands up one yeah. This is, guys. This is once a month, whether I need it or not. I know. I, I know. I got you. Now the hedgehog is new. I'll give you that. That's right. a good. Well, that's why good. don't you just you know get why? a floby and do it yourself? Yeah. I mean, that, your hair is perfect for you the floby. You know why I said hedgehog this time? Because that little that little island has never looked like a hedgehog. It does today. <laughs> Are you talking about the point? Yeah. They really okay. had the, the point. You know, I've got I've got it. I've started <laughs> because y'all made fun of the point. I've got it removed now. I get them to round it off. But you still have a little island that, like yeah. we all do. This, yeah. that, it's if, like if a it putting good. green sticking out in the water. <laughs> no, let me tell you what it is. Greg, Greg, let's get in the boat. Let's go fish right off that point. There you go, because they're, right. they're bedded. <laughs> I'm going to cast right There's up in that. some rocks underwater. I know they are. I'm going to cast up in that sloop. I'm coming down that, I'm coming down that point. And no, I didn't shave my head bald to save money on haircuts. I didn't. Yeah, That's a good one. Maybe. I didn't. That's a good one. I didn't. Not why. Now y'all convinced me that where my gallbladder was is hurting now. Y'all forgot how much you love the Floby.
Oh, gosh. What a great product. 16 minutes past more Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. One minutes past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being here. Well, my fall from grace was a sight to see. Good turn to bad, bad turn to misery. I found out what it is and what it's not. And what I asked for is showing what I got now. Well, could that be Democratic Stacey Abrams' uh, new fight song? I'm still hanging on. Uh, hey, Stace. Uh, Stace, look, honey, you lost the election. It's over. It's it's time to go. And. She still does not concede her defeat in the gubernatorial race in Georgia, claiming the GOP stole the Georgia election. Still, despite the final tally and the inauguration of Governor Brian Kemp and the situation we find ourselves in, I do have a very affirmative statement to make. We won, she told the crowd, at the annual convention, hang on for it, of the Reverend Al Sharpton's National Action Network. Okay, um, Stacy, now you is this that thing where you start acting kind of crazy? I mean, Stacy, you, you we they've recounted right. They did it all. Look, it was a very close election. Yeah, they have recounted. They've rechecked. Mm-hmm. You lost a very close election. Chances are, if you don't act like you've gone off the deep end, you'll probably win next time. Right. If you run again, hunt, you know, um, you know, you, you're going to be by far and away the front runner. But I don't understand why. Yeah. Now, now, look, we, I, I yeah. know nobody wants to lose, and nobody wants to lose a close one. And you're always suspect. I give you the benefit of the doubt on that. I got that, but it's been checked and double checked. And I mean, we what are we a year now? Out of I mean, that? They're moving on without her. Yeah, I mean, guys. The yeah. separation, even though in elections this still is close. Don't misunderstand me. But I don't want y'all to get in your mind that it was one or two votes. It was fifty-four thousand. They separated them. Now that that is a small margin in a, a place that big and that many people voting, yeah. but but fifty four thousand is not four votes. That's that's not that's not a I man. They, they took ten votes and they turned it on me. <laughs> I mean, I, I dare to go here. No, I'm not even gonna go. I was gonna say, what is she basing it? What is her beef? I mean, is well, she's the GOP, going, I was done wrong. The GOP by stole them it, doing, Greg. by them doing this. Well, they 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 changed votes or something. I mean, did they sign people up? Who were not living? Oh, I'm sorry. That was the Democrats that did that. She yeah, said no. the reason why she will not concede, she says, when you when you concede, then you are basically being tricked into saying that what happened was right. Hmm. And I'm not. No, that's part of it. You concede if you lose, right? Right. Huh? Unless you're her or Roy Moore. <laughs> right. And and the, <laughs> and Greg, the the play is that Kemp, who won, was Georgia's Secretary of State at the time, and the Secretary of State office oversees the election. So she's claiming that they went in and and they knew that. Okay. Yeah. She said they suppressed low-income people and minorities of their voting rights. 
Can we not just take a loss these days? How do you suppress? Oh, no. I saw something Gosh. yesterday at tennis match. All you I couldn't ha- believe. All you have to do is go sign up. People yeah, it's not hard it's to not, get, get no. registered to vote. No, no guys, mm-hmm. the times we're living in, you'll see Stacey Abrams put in her resume, I was once the governor of Georgia. True, because she relates to it. I mean, especially trying to get into a college. Yeah, registering to vote is just slightly more complicated than filling up your car with gas. Exactly. That's, I mean, it's that easy. <laughs> really, it shouldn't <laughs> right. be a problem. And if you're registered, you can vote. Um, right. Now, but this is a story, Rick. They're showing from Newsweek that's only 28 minutes old. Stacey Abrams says she's thinking about running for the White House. There we go. Her like Beto, get yeah, beat, I and then I move on to the next. Yeah, I, I don't understand if you lose an election, you just immediately go to a bigger election, right. assuming you're going to run for that. I don't... I guys, could, I could not, I could I not there's, win. There's something addictive about running. It is. And you love, if you love people to clap for. I mean, we've said it before. Applause is the most addictive thing on the planet. And people love to give speeches, and people love the speech. I mean, that's... Can I add something to that, too? Because, I, 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 you know, we've all been around the political machines enough to see it, uh, and, and certainly to my point, to the point that I don't want to be around them anymore, but but there's, they, there seems to be a delusion in the, the person who's running's whole psyche. They forget that every time they run, that they're running on money that people provided. So a lot to, of it. So to see to them, they never see the, mur- the money that's being burned through mm-hmm. because it was never in their possession. Do you see what I mean? Right. And so for them to throw out, I think I'll run again, they don't understand that people are going, oh, so, wow, so i got to give money again? Yeah. For you to do this, and you lost, so all that money we spent really ended up, you know, say what you want to, it really ends up being money that was thrown down the drain. I mean, you have to try. I don't misunderstand. There's nothing wrong with trying, but you did not make that investment and get the candidate into office you wanted, right? We can say that's the reality. You know, I know. And and so they don't even, to your point, all they think about, Bubba, is the good side of it on how they were adored, how they were told, how they were needed. How everybody clapped to your point at their stump speeches, speeches because they have lost the concept of all the volunteers right. and all the people who gave their money and how much money it cost that that money's gone forever because it wasn't their money. Yeah. So they, all they saw was the fun side of running and they, that they got to be a big deal. Sure, they got tired, they had a lot of things to make, but they started kind of thinking that kind of a big deal. Yeah. A lot of people tell me that, they, that I was the answer to the problem, and uh, and and they and they start kind of feeding off that a little bit. Rick, here's a story from April the 4th. Uh, Georgia Democrat Stacey Abrams says Thursday that she wants to make a decision this month about running for a U.S. Senate seat from her home state and thinks she could hold off on making a decision about running for president until this fall. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to run for everything. Right. Yeah. Well, Say Senate You know why? Because I was robbed. The people loved yeah. me, and I got robbed. Yeah, I did. Yep. Unreal. I'm going to tell you, this election coming up, you remember it was the Republican side that had all the candidates fighting each other. Mm-hmm. This is setting up for some characters on the demos. Oh, yeah. It is. You're right. I mean, you got some. That's going to be fun to watch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bernie up there with his senile self. Well, it's, it's right now it'll be. Biden who, to be grabbing women. Who can give away the most? I mean, they're trying oh, to outgive each other yeah. right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, not only we ain't <laughs> when they don't have to pay for it. We ain't going to fund the wall. We're going to tear it down. That, yeah. made, that made about as much sense as anything I've ever heard in my life. Well, oh, that was Fido Beto. As old Fido Beto, who writes stories about running over kids in cars. And when he was, have you ever seen all the stuff on this weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> what does he actually do for a living? You know, is he a lawyer? I don't know. He's a, I don't know. Y'all, I think he has potential to bring us some bird stories, but I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. I, he needs to stay in the race because there's going to be some good stuff come out on him. Yeah, guys, this guy. 
like, could there be any more caution lights flashing? <laughs> and I'm with you. I mean, this this sound gun's nuts. <laughs> but I hope he runs. It'll be a blast. And he keeps. Well, I mean, he, he is running. He's already apologized for his white. Yeah, I don't privilege. want him to step down. Rick, mm-hmm. he's, he apologized for his white privilege. Right. Mm-hmm. He had to apologize because he made a statement that uh, his wife basically, you know, he was just being. Nice. Hey, I don't thank my wife for raising my kids. You know, I was so busy and all this. Well, he had to apologize for that. <laughs> I mean, he's apologizing for all kinds of stuff. <laughs> he's just getting started. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the new thing. If you're gonna run, you have to apologize for everything before you can really run. <laughs> Hogan Gidley. White House Principal Deputy Press Secretary joins us when we come back, uh, and we'll talk about uh, some of the items before the country right now as we check in with the White House again right after this break. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. It is 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, we are back, and you can reach us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And we'll get some phone calls before the hour is up. As promised right now, Hogan Gidley. Oh, John Hogan standing by. White House Principal, Deputy Press Secretary, and... Um, he is going to join us now on the Rick and Bubba show. Hogan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? Man, I appreciate it so much. I couldn't be better. And I got to tell you, this is the first radio program I've done since I've been in the White House for two and a half years where the hosts don't talk funny. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> isn't that the truth, man? This is very, welcome home, Hogan. This is very comforting. I know. Thank you. It's very comforting, isn't it? Yeah, I feel so good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, obviously, there's uh, there, we have ourselves uh, an issue here at the old southern border and We've even got, uh, you know, our TV producer. He's panicked that he's not going to be able to get avocados. Uh, we have di- we have discovered that uh, Tom Selleck actually is growing some avocados, so we're trying to make a connection there. Yeah, our producer, he's kind of a hipster, you know, so that is the hipster fruit. You, yeah. Hey, you tell him you can pass an avocado through those slats. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never woke up ever one day and say, oh, my gosh, no avocados. Uh, but anyway, so let, let's, let's talk. I mean, obviously – you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. Uh, you know, what are we hearing that is hyperbole? What what's act, what is the what's going on? What what are we? What's the next move? Well, listen. The president has put all the options on the table. He doesn't want to shut down the border, uh, but that might be his only option left. Uh, we've been talking about this problem now for two and a half years. Barack Obama called it a humanitarian crisis in 2014 from the Rose Garden. So this isn't new. Most of y'all know that the um, immigration system has been broken for 40 years, and the president's just trying to fix it. Now, what we're seeing now, though, is just a completely different uh, uh, surge than we've ever seen in the past for really two reasons. Back during the 2000s, we had a ton of folks coming across that were male and were Mexican, so we could send them back immediately because of the relationship we had with Mexico and some laws on the books. What we're seeing now is completely different. We're seeing people come from Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras predominantly, and their women and their children. Well, we don't have the right to send them back. In fact, what we have to do by law is basically hold them for about 20 days and then release them into American communities and your schools and your neighborhoods with virtually no paperwork whatsoever, with, with a veiled promise to come back in, tw- you know, in, in, in a year or so for a court date that they never come back to. So we've got a serious problem on the border, and even – 
uh, Jay Johnson, who was the uh, secretary for the Department of Homeland Security under Barack Obama, said he had a bad day if the numbers got close to 1,000 in a day. We're seeing 4,000 a day, and he said that is truly a crisis. 76,000 in the month of, uh, of February alone, and this last month uh, of March, I think the number is going to be close to 100,000. And you think about that. You fill, up, you fill up Alabama Stadium or Auburn Stadium on a Saturday, and you just let those people out into the community with no check whatsoever. That's what that would be like doing once a month, filling it full and letting them loose. And that's a serious problem. The president's talking about doing things like closing down ports of entry to try and stop the flow. But the Mexican government has come forward and actually helped us out quite a bit in the last several days uh, by allowing you know people who come here and claim asylum to actually stay in Mexico while that process uh, is – or until that process is adjudicated in, in America. And they're also uh, stiffening up some checkpoints. They're giving us daily updates now on what's going on. So it's, it's helping the problem. But that kind of exposes the fact that, that, quite frankly, the Mexican government is doing more to protect this country right now than Democrats are. And, and we've, got to, we've got to get them to come to the table and actually fix something. Hogan, just so a lot of people discussing this, I don't think fully understand some of the terminology. When you say shut the border down, you mean nothing crosses, right? Uh, Not necessarily. What, What I mean is, and the president's been pretty clear about this, we have several ports of entry along the southern border, right? And right now what we have to do is we have to pull a lot of resources, a lot of folks away from uh, law enforcement officials, away from those ports of entry because and move them into the desert because that's where people are crossing illegally even though democrats and the media have been telling you no no one crosses in a, you know no one crosses where there is no law enforcement everyone just tries to cross at the ports of entry well that's just stupid of course they try to cross where the, you know the path of least resistance where there's no one no one staged up to to catch them we've had to move those people away from ports of entry what the president's saying is when he says close down those the southern border he's talking about the ports of entry where we have people walking across uh, in 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 regular like pedestrian lanes, but there's also a trade component there. Uh, the president acknowledged yesterday this would absolutely hurt trade. It would hurt the economy. He's built the economy to the greatest it's been uh, in in you know 50, 60, 70 years. And he doesn't want to hurt the economy at all, but he was very clear. Listen, I have an obligation to protect the American people and American families. And right now, the safety and security of those people is is more important to him than than trade numbers. So there are all types of methods we could shut down that border and that you could close a couple of lanes at a particular port of entry. You could close it all down. You could close down all the ports, part of the ports, part of part of the ports, if that makes any sense. Hmm. So there are plenty of little methods here he could do to try and stop this flow. But the real fix has to come from Congress actually you know, getting up off their rears and coming to help out and solve the problem. What Hogan, tell us this. We, we had the state of emergency declared. Uh, it was upheld. And we, we know that this is being done. What is actually being done on the border or where are we building? What parts of that are were already scheduled to happen? And where, where are we building and how much new wall and how fast is that happening? Absolutely. Well, um, Does that makes sense. I, I, 
Yeah, absolutely. We got about 51 miles of new wall being built right now. And I, I got to tell you, you know, Democrats didn't want to spend a dollar on this, but President Trump has received billions of dollars now in funding. So he won that battle and, as you mentioned, declared the national emergency. But anywhere from El Paso uh, to, to places in uh, New Mexico, also in, in uh, California, Calexico, where we just finished a section of, of uh, fencing, we're going to be there tomorrow with the president, uh, traveling down to take a look at the border firsthand. He's going to receive a brief briefing from DHS and uh, Customs Border Protection and law enforcement officials on the ground have to deal with this every day. That fencing is going up, and now we have billions of money scheduled to be spent in the next fiscal year. We're going to finish about, I think, 212 miles or so uh, by the end of the fiscal year 2019, which is, uh, you know, first new fencing that's been built in 10 years. And there are a lot of places where Customs Border Protection said, listen, we know you want to build a lot of new wall across a desert, and we need that. But there are places that need to be rebuilt now. And what they had was like 18-inch-high 18 pillars in the ground to stop cars from coming across. You know, 18 inches high is nothing to, to hop over. So they would pull up with their cars, drop people off, and they'd hop over. Customs Border Protection said, listen, we need fencing there now. So we tore that stuff up and put up 30-foot-high wall there so no one could get across. Okay, mm -hmm. so that part has already been completed. The new linear miles are going to be built, I think, this week, I believe, new construction starts, and we'll be talking about that, or end of this week or first of next, we'll be talking about that too. But um, look, the wall, at the very least, will funnel people to those ports of entry where we actually have a lot of folks on the ground who can actually handle the flow of the people coming across. So it's a deterrent. It's also a, a, a steerage mechanism to send people to places where they can be apprehended a whole lot easier than, than coming across the dead of night across the desert. Yeah, what a concept. Talk to the people <laughs> that are actually there and ask them where they need them built. Uh, well, hey, real quickly, though, what's incredible about that is Democrats said, listen, we want to hear from them. We want to hear from professionals. We don't want to hear from the White House. We don't believe you guys. We don't believe all the angel parents across the country that have seen you know, deaths in, in, uh, of their loved ones because of people here illegally. We don't want to believe the ones who are telling us that their children died of, of opioid overdoses. Right. Uh, no, we don't want to hear any of that. We want to hear directly from CBP, and CBP told them, hey, look, here's where we need fencing. And then they left the meeting and said, no, nah, we're not going to do it. We still don't want to listen. We don't believe it. Well, which, so it's been a very difficult road. Yeah, and which is you guys need to make very clear going into the 2020 election. It's obvious, and anyone with just walking around since can see it because you've already mentioned it. Obama and the Democrats have been on record that they agree that this is the problem that the Trump administration is also saying it is, but they've chosen to fight political battles as opposed to doing what's right for the country. This is a non-political issue and they're making it political because they simply don't want the Trump administration to deliver on a promise, and they're willing to put us at risk in order to win politically, and this should be a non-political issue because both parties have agreed it's a problem. Well, look, Democrats are standing up for hundreds of thousands of people who come here illegally and unlawfully every few months, as opposed to the hundreds of millions of American citizens. It's a watershed moment when you realize where they stand on this. They are now lock, stock, and barrel the party of open borders. That's what they're pushing. So just as we tick through kind of what we know right now, they're for definitely making America socialist. They want to kill babies after they're born. They want a Green New Deal that gets rid of cows and cars and, and airplanes uh, and ruins the economy. And they're also for open borders. So this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, they know it. It's no wonder they're trying to shift and uh, shift blame away from, from themselves and not talk about what they're for and instead of trying to attack this president 
every turn. But the American people, I think, are starting to see through this. Because, listen, we're the most generous country on the planet. We let in 1.1 million people a year to be citizens of this country. The president wants to change even that to make it more merit-based. So we have people who want to assimilate, who want to be part of this culture and society, and will contribute to this country. He wants that to change. But to pretend as though we're some kind of heartless country that Democrats will tell you we are is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we We are more generous, more compassionate than any country on the globe, and the numbers bear that out uh, consistently every year. Hogan, we're, we're up against a break, but let me ask you one more question. W- what is the end game here for the Democrats? Are they just trying to keep the president from having a political victory that he can crow about in the next election? Or, do, or is there a, a deeper, more sinister plan here to turn Texas more of a purple state? Or, or what is the goal here? What is their logic? Look, I think it's all of the above because their arguments – you said what's the logic. There is no logic other than the fact that Democrats hate being out of power. And what they did was it showed they lost an election in 2016. Then they lied to the country with no evidence and no proof, 2,800 subpoenas, uh, 500 witnesses, 500 uh, uh, warrants, 40 FBI agents, 19 attorneys, and a partridge in a pear tree, all to tell us <laughs> what we already knew. There was no collusion, uh, no corruption, no obstruction, a complete and total exoneration, and they have to cling to something. So what they're looking for is how do we build the ranks of our voters? If we just let all these people in and make illegal activities activity legal, then they're going to realize that we can have these voters for the rest of our lives, and they're going to prop us up and keep us in power. Uh, that's a dangerous way to look at it. The American people deserve better uh, from our elected officials who, by the way, like the president, took an oath of office to stand up and protect Amer- the American people first. They're not doing that, and it's pretty obvious that the things they pushed for in the past, whether it was border fencing or, or, or some type of wall or restrictions about immigrants coming to this country illegally, they wanted it in the past. The major difference is Donald Trump's in the White House, and they don't like it, and that's what they want to change. Hogan Gidley. Thank you, brother. Nice talking to you, Hogan. White House Principal Deputy Press Secretary. Uh, We'll be back. Uh, Final phone calls uh, of the hour. We'll also look at any headlines we may have missed. We'll say hello to the Golden Ticket Seats as the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show, we're back. Thanks for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIGS, our number. Yeah, come on, baby. And close on the line. We told you there'd be a big announcement this week from MyPillow.com, and we got it. Look, hey, they, they're in the dream sheet business now. Giza. Uh, Giza dream sheets now available from MyPillow.com to go with the world's greatest pillows. That wonderful mattress topper. Now the best cotton. Uh, that would uh, that, that meet the highest standards in the world from regions where the Sahara Desert and the Nile River and the Mediterranean Sea all come together. Ideal weather conditions for these high-quality cotton Giza dream sheets uh, made with the, the long staple cotton, too, guaranteed to be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. And you know what? It comes with all the warranties you find with my pillow, 60-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty. Uh, if you'd like to know how to get yours, go to MyPillow.com, enter the com- uh, promo code Bubba. You'll get 30% off the first um, you know, sheets that you order. That's that's 30% off. 
So uh, try them, and you'll see how much better you could be sleeping risk-free. Go to MyPillow.com. Don't forget the promo code Bubba. Uh, golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. Hello, Brian. Brian Spann's here. James Spann, not so well-known brother. Uh, also, Brian and Donna Bryant here today. Joel Ross is here. Let's say happy anniversary to Jennifer and Thomas Acton. One, two. Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. And we wish them any more. Savannah and Sam Acton here also. Uh, where is Lake Stubbs? Lake turns 18 on Rick and Bubba. Richard Stubbs is in the mix as well. So there they are. They all carry home a pound of BuzzBox coffee and a Rick and Bubba double CD. The new double CD this year, Making Radio Great Again. Uh, hard copies may still be available at rickandbubba.com under the store, but I know it's gone to iTunes and all the digital download uh, stores that are there. You can get any Rick and Bubba CD from the last 25 years all there and go grab them if you don't already have them. Now, Bubba, we, we had these AAF stories. Did you see these? I did, Rick, but have we we haven't covered the two men that were shooting each other in bulletproof vests, have we? Uh, the last I remember. there's any alcohol involved? Well, I said oh, to yeah. Bubba, Bubba brought it up in the hall today when we arrived for the office, and I said, and that's going to be tied to drinking, and, and you mm-hmm. said that is correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah, two correct. Arkansas men faced charges after allegedly shooting each other during a night of drinking while each man tried on a bulletproof vest, according to the Sheriff's Department. Now, what happened? Anybody hurt? Or no. No, he just got mad. One shot the other one, and he said, wow, that hurt. So he put the vest on, and, and he lit him up in the back. You made one mad because it hurt. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. Yeah. So yeah bulletproof it, vests just keep you from dying. They, yeah. they, they, they break ribs. They hurt. And the other one just tried it on, and when he did, he started shooting him in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I mean, of course, the neighbor if, says their handles all the time. Of course, he, they are. If if he misses him, I mean, he oh. could kill him. We well, can hurt him anyway, like I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. <laughs> right before he shot, y'all know what we said. Hey, hold my beer. Yeah, hang on. Don't <laughs> watch this. Hey, somebody hold hold my beer. <laughs> I'm gonna I want to make sure I hit him in the right. right. Yeah. I'm gonna be sure yeah. I hit him. So big yeah, handles, that's big, big handles. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Their neighbor telling the story, and they changed his voice yeah. so he couldn't be identified. World that that tells you how big of a handle. They are. Sure. Let me say this: they, they, you know, if it's a neighbor that's probably right there close to him, I bet they can figure out who it is. If I, who who is hiding his voice from? Of him, course, you can. Right. Everybody knows who it is. <laughs> I mean, or you don't know if you live in that area. I mentioned, I mentioned the AAF, the bizarre, not surprising, but still bizarre. You know, we've had, we've had well, all we these. thought they would finish the season. Yeah, but spring football bizarre endings are part of spring football. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. But the, now, see, remember, we've failed spring football attempts every single time they've been attempted. But the XFL is still going to come out again after already failing once. Rick, the AAF is doing, you know, they're looking at more investment. They're not ruling out year number two. Are they really? That's what it's saying. <laughs> well, the WWE, of course, uh, runs the XFL, oh. and Vince McMahon says any, any AAF hmm. players – who would like to be on an XFL team, we're giving you a trial. So now these guys will go to the XFL and yeah. see if they Rick, can't milk. Maybe wait, a, maybe they'll get another thing, add another team. Anybody, Birmingham Rick, what, got I, an opening. what I don't get about this, they, they say, and we have all these stories that, you know, they didn't get a team meal, the last meal, and some of them had to buy their own plane ticket home. They still had a contract for work. I can't believe the contract expired in the middle of Never a game weekend. I know. That doesn't make sense. Well, keep in mind, the, the regular season was over, but you would think that your salary would include the playoffs. Well, it, it yeah. wasn't over. They had another week. No, I thought they only played eight oh, games. No, know. they played nine. It was supposed to be nine weeks in the playoffs. 
I really, know they were I practicing. It, I thought it was eight in the playoff. But, yeah, you, well, maybe so, whatever. Because yeah, weren't they the story they were practicing and they come out on the field and said, hey, back yeah, I think it was well, the San Antonio team. I thought Joe it might, came out, hey. I thought it might have been those were the teams that made the playoff that were maybe still it was. But I don't know. Maybe. I love the fact Spurrier declared they were the champion because they had the best record. Well, he's correct. Because they were seven He, he went out on top. He said he went out on top. <laughs> but, y'all. Guys, this is the most bizarre thing. So, does anybody know what the XFL pays? XFL, about eighty grand a year. Now the XFL? No, I'm sorry. I'm I mean, talking about that. I, mean, I, I, said, know, I know the XFL. AAF paid. 80. You remember the old XFL? If you won, you got more. Right. So they Which signed a three-year deal, right? Correct. Each player. I don't know. So are they yes. owed that money? Do they have to? Do they have to pay? I'm them? sure there was an out. There's an out that if the league folds, you know, there's an out. Well, remember, like, like Bubba, Bubba, and I've said a thousand times, if there's a clause in there that allows them to get out without calls, that's as long as the contract is. Yeah. yeah. If there's a 90 day out on a six year contract, it's a 90 day. It's contract. a 90 day contract. <laughs> if that if that 90 days isn't tied to calls, yeah, I guarantee they had an out. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we Goodbye, wrap Iron. The, the, the Birmingham Iron. Hang Good on. I like their swag and all that. Throw that merchandise over there next to the bolts. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.